Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Scotia Speed World. And as you can see on the front straightaway, ladies and gentlemen, let's make some noise for Jim Hallahan. That was beautiful looking race car. That is the Jared Butcher number 54 rewrapped as the number 33 hugger that Jim drove for, for many, many years. They did a great job. Beautiful and awesome to see Jim and Liz here to see this race. This is going to be a great 250. It is, and it's incredible to see Jim here. And, and with that car, that it, it is so reminiscent of his old hugger. I mean, it looks identical. It's so cool, and it's cool that the Butcher family did this. Jared driving that number 33 today. So doing a little photo op, but again, this race is honoring that man right at the front of that car, Jim Hallahan. His grandson's going to be racing this afternoon, too, coming up here in the Lightning Series. Yeah, Tyler's pretty excited. Jim Jr.'s back in the pit area helping out that 133 car, and Colin is there as well. So uh, going to be a great afternoon for racing, Dylan. If you're listening to us on Tim's Corner CA, welcome in to Scotia Speed World, and welcome in to the uh, Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour, Jim Hallahan 250, presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. This one is... Uh, it's going to be a fun afternoon. Lightning cars, as we mentioned. Jason Morash has hopped in 16 lightning cars. We're going to have two heat races for those four-cylinder cars. And 15 cars, 250 laps, $65,000 on the line. Big money. Total not, burst. This is going to be fun. Not, not as much as that giant Lottomax I tried winning uh, back last week, but uh, it, it's still quite a chunk of cash, especially for these uh, pro-stock drivers. But uh, just getting some photo ops also. Uh, we should give a shout-out as well to uh, our buddy uh, Mike McCarthy as well. It was his, it's his last weekend here, I believe, right? Yeah, this is our final race with Mike McCarthy as the official track and tour photographer. So give Mike McCarthy a round of applause. He can hear you now. Got to take a couple of hot laps in the Dodge last night. Got the picture with the checkered flag. He was speeding. He was he going was. pretty quick. Yeah, so it's great to see them there. And uh, without Cecil Vance, we wouldn't be here as well. The owner of Scotia Speed World and the Maritime Pro Stock Tour on the front straightaway as well. So... Uh, without without Cecil, we wouldn't be here doing what we love to do every uh, Friday and Saturday night. So it's uh, it's great to be back home. You mentioned it earlier. We've been in New Brunswick the last couple of weeks doing, uh, you know, three-hour, four-hour drives yep. to Miramichi, to Moncton, to Fredericton. And, you know, it's a 20-minute it's a drive from the north end of Halifax. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be home. I'm very happy. My, my girlfriend's also happy, too. You know, she's always like, how much, how long of a drive are we doing tonight? So it'll, it'll be good here. But again, we're just getting some more photos. Uh, Jim's lovely wife, Liz, as well. I actually got to do an interview with Jim Hallahan last year as part of Riverside Speedway's 50th anniversary. So if you go to riversidespeedway.ca, uh, great conversation with Jim. He talks about his entire career starting in Ontario all the way up until the present day because he's had a hand helping out so many teams and the Pro Stock Tour even right up until today absolutely is the photos continue here on the front straight and the 33 looks good it's fast too it was top five and i believe all three of our practice sessions uh jared's got a quick piece here this afternoon as, as darren and joe hop in and get a couple of photos with jim but again with our new normal we can't be crossing the racetrack down down to uh down to there so uh, driver introduction is going to look a little different. Victory Lane is going to look a little different this afternoon. But we still get to do what we love and see a 250-lap pro stock race with the cars and stars of the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour. And there are, there are some really quick cars back there. We mentioned two, uh, two drivers coming down from New Brunswick, Ashton Tucker, Lonnie Somerville. Uh, 250 winner from last week, Lonnie Somerville was 
knocking on the door of a podium finish last week in Fredericton. And then you got the, you know, Nicholas Noggle was quick last week, got caught on the wrong side of the inch in turn two at, uh, at 660. Uh, Gary Elliott is here, the Ironman, making his first regular pro stock tour. Starts done a couple of IWK 250s, but yep. great to see the Quaker State number 36 here as well. Yeah, it's uh, and he's been doing a lot with that car as well, doing appearances at Canadian Tire and Truro. So uh, he's very fan-oriented, and I know how excited he is to get that 36. He had some uh, clutch problems at the 250 last week, so he didn't really get to experience 660. Hopefully he gets to experience the whole shebang today. Yeah, you look down that list of drivers, obviously Cole and Jared are going to be really quick. Craig Sloan, White, Donald Chisholm, first start of the season. He's got a uh, bar after Emily's run last night. That was spectacular. Whoa, was it ever. Uh, Dawson Noble, Emily Chisholm, Brooke Down put on a spectacular show last night here in the Bandoleros. Uh, so there's a little bit of pressure with it. You can see in the uh, work and play scoreboard there in turn number three, Donald Chisholm's at the top of the board. But uh, it, that was rotating all afternoon, too. Jonathan Hicken cranked out some fast laps. So did Ashton Tucker. Uh, home town boy Dartmouth boy Nick Noggle in the 08 he's very fast as well so heavy on the Nova Scotia drivers couple of New Brunswick drivers couple of Islanders and one Newfoundlander here today Waylon Farrell I wonder if we got any of our good buddies there on the rock listening today I'm sure we will as Jared Butcher gets in the 33 car and pulls the hugger back to pit road Joe and Darren and Jim and Liz Cecil and Jerome will head back to the pit area, and we're just a few moments away from going racing. It, it, it does. It's a parts of trucks pro stock tour race. It's a season opener per se for us. It's the 250. You start to get those butterflies as we get ready for Atlantic Tilt Load qualifying, where somebody's going to start on the pole position. There's some quick cash to be made with some lap leader money. Uh, the most laps led awards, $2,000 today. There's a lot on the line. And, oh, by the way, it's a 250 in Atlanta, Canada. You want to win this one. Yeah, and, again, like the 250s, usually happen in August here at Scotia Speed World. So a middle of September, cooler temperatures as well as we go towards the evening. So we'll see how it impacts the cars. Even talking with a few of the Lightning drivers, Jamie Dillman mentioned his car is better at nighttime here at Scotia Speed World. So racing in the middle of the afternoon, he's not sure exactly what his 158 car is going to bring. It could be really loose or it could be certainly fast. So it's going to be a roll of the dice. So the Lightning guys and girls, I should say, are also going to be coming up here shortly. Says so we as we get ready to set the field and set the track, Cecil Vance in his car uh, getting a little hot laps on the top there, so he'll move out of the way here. Yeah, getting a couple of. I pulled a U. <laughs> I pulled a U. My microphone was off. Getting a couple of uh, last minute inspections in. Uh, Marshall Bazanson as well in the 106 car. Want to say hello to Marshall. Uh, went over the bank and turned one and two a little bit earlier on this afternoon. Uh, he's fine, a little bit sore, but uh, the car is a little worse for wear. He said the frame's bent in it, and he's probably done for at least the afternoon, and they're going to have some work to do to get that thing ready for the next couple of races coming up. So just a few moments away from going racing. Great to see everybody here. We want to remind everybody to social distance, stay within your pod, stay within your bubble. The blue dots on the rows are the rows that you are permitted to sit in. Obviously, every second row is, is closed due to uh, social distancing. Be sure to use some hand sanitizer. There's washrooms available in the back. No smoking in the grandstands. If you need to have a smoke, we'd ask you to please pop up behind your pod. Uh, and, you know, just practice social distancing, safe, safe practices so we can continue to go racing. Yeah, there's a lot there. Uh, but again, if you're confused with any of the rules, the great 
staff here for Torsec Security. Yep. We, we got a lot of them here today, and we thank them for sponsoring all the series here at Scotia Speedroll. But they've got all the info. If you're confused about anything, just ask them. They'll clarify. We've got porta potties in every pod. And again, uh, if you're looking for food, it's by delivery. Go to Scotia Speedroll's Facebook. You can find that number. Jason Morash just came over next to me and said the 106 is fixed. Cleared oh, really? by Tech, Marshall Bizanson will be out here this afternoon. That's great news. That's awesome. Yeah, he was a, he was a little distraught when we were uh, chatting with him earlier, and he figured, yeah, my day is done. But uh, he's back, and he's going to be racing that 106 car. Look, it kind of looks like Dale Earnhardt's car, so he'll be out here a little later. Oh, don't give him that. <laughs> well, don't, don't put that in his head. Uh, Dale finished a couple races pretty beat up. He's going to start one beat up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scotia Speed World and welcome to the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Nova Trunk Centers and Lucas Oil. Before we get racing, we need to get one important piece of business out of the way. We'd ask everybody to please rise. Gentlemen, remove your caps for the playing of our national anthem. Oh, Canada. Our home and native land True patriot love In all of us command Carton brasse porte le paye Il sei porte la croix Ton histoire est une épopée Des plus brillantes exploits God keep our land Glorious and free Oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee, oh Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Thank you, Dominique. That was terrific. We, we, got yeah, a Wade, yeah, we got a Wade Wilson cameo? Yes, we do. Drivers, please prepare your cars for competition. You liked that, didn't you? I did. All we need is a Mike James cameo. Next. Oh, uh, don't, don't say that too loud. Yes, bye. Yes, bye. Great to see all kinds of familiar faces here at the Speed World. Welcome back and welcome to the Parts or Trucks Pro Stock Tour. Jim Hallahan 250. Presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. I want to thank Atlantic Oliver Tire as well. They've uh, brought some contingency awards as well for some of our drivers. This is typically the Atlantic Oliver Tire 200 weekend. So I want to say hello to them. I see lightning cars coming to the racetrack. Want to thank Torsec, our security partner here at Scotia Speed World, for presenting the Thunder and the Lightning Divisions in 2020. And up the hill, here come the lightning cars getting ready to go green. Torsec presents the Thunder and the Lightning Divisions here at Scotia Speed World. This is the Torsec Lightning Division. Drawing pill number one this afternoon, it's Big Daddy Kenny Hopper in the 107 to the outside, the 106. Fixed up, back on the racetrack, great to see. It's Marshall Bazanson behind the wheel of that race car. 
The 113 is Chris McMullen. The 158 is Jamie Dillman, multi-time lightning car winner this season at the Speed World. Mr. Lightning on the Hill, the 198 is Steve Matthews. To the outside, 172 is Chev Chevy McDonald. It's great to see this guy back at the racetrack. Great to see the car back at the racetrack, too. The 188 is Daryl Sullivan. The 133 is Tyler Hallahan. And completing your field, Chad Sinton in the 111 car. Ten laps. Lightning cars. What do you think? Uh, there's going to be a little bit of lightning, we should call it. Usually when there's lightning in the forecast, that's not a good thing, but we've got some lightning to kick off the day for the Jim Hallahan 250. Big Daddy Kenny Hopper gets the green flag from Rob Bonus. We are racing here in Nova Scotia at Scotia Speed World, and the smashed-up 106 of Marshall Byzantine grabs the lead right off the get-go. If you're just joining us, he backed it into the turn one and two fence earlier in the afternoon during practice, but it's rolling to the lead position, but Jamie Dillman in behind in the 158. Jamie has been solid all season long and looking for another win on the biggest stage. The Lightning Cars will race on this season. 107, Big Daddy Kenny Hopper back to the battle. Between him and the 172 is Chevy McDonald. And Dylan, we may have a battle for the lead brewing here. Yeah, it's starting to brew. Jamie Dillman, a fast guy in that 158, although Big Daddy's got some teeth in his mirror. Chevy McDonald's got a cool paint scheme, kind of reminiscent of Bubba Wallace's uh, Air Force paint scheme, but 3-1 in the backstretch. Chevy McDonald, Big Daddy, and Mr. Lightning on the Hill, Steve Matthews, taking the high lane there, going to try and move around two cars at the same time. Uh, a little high, wide, and handsome, but loses another position to the 172. Up in front, it's Marshall Byzantine and Jamie Dillman. Jamie taking a peek on the outside to see if that 158 can motor around now again here at Scotia Speed World. They put a traction compound at the middle part of turn one, two, three, and four, and the 158's trying out the grippier part. Yeah, the 158's not up there in one and two, but three and four, he's definitely dancing in the tack. 106 to Marshall Byzantin protecting that inside line. Jamie Dillman in the 158 right in behind. Steve Matthews moves to the inside of Chevy McDonald side by side in position number three in this Torsec Lightning heat race. Five down and five to go halfway through this first heat. And here comes Dillman. Dillman flashes the nose to the inside, trying to take the lead away from Byzantin side by side for the top spot. I was going to say Jamie just slammed into his bumper, but... Uh, Marshall doesn't have a bumper. He doesn't even have a trunk on that 106 after slamming it into the tire barrier in practice earlier today at Scotia Speed World. Still side-by-side side for the lead in third. It's Stephen Matthews. Chevy McDonald in fourth in the battle for fifth. He's heating up because here comes the Junior Hallahan. He hits Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy hangs onto it. Oh, he does kiss the tires a little bit. Little contact between the 133 and the 107. Tyler Hallahan was a man on the move. Moving up to fifth, no caution. Big Daddy gets it rolling again. Tyler Hallahan still in position number five, but he lost a little bit of ground to those top four. And the top four kind of accordioning together a little bit. 158 to Jamie Dillman sees the two-lap to go signal from Rob Bonus. 106 to Marshall Bazanson, two lengths in behind. Steve Matthews has a little bit of breathing room back there. Only battle on the racetrack right now, Dylan, or at least close battle, is Chad Sitton and Daryl Sullivan for about position number seven as they come to the white. Yeah, Daryl painted his numbers earlier today with a paint roller. White flag in the air from Rob Bonus. Now, the good thing is no points built up here in the heat races with the feature today. It's all for fun and all for glory and a little bit of extra cash as well. But Jamie Dillman, quite fast in that 158. He's going to come around turn three and four, keeps it low and gets the checkered flag. Dillman wins heat race number one for the Lightning Cars. Marshall Bazanson finishes second. Steven Matthews in third. Chevy McDonald fourth, rounding at the top five. Mr. Hallahan, Tyler Hallahan in that 133 Hell Kitty. You know what? It's a win for Marshall Bazanson to get that car back on the racetrack after that, that lick that he took down there over the hill.
in one and two. But ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the 158. It's Jamie Dillman from Carroll's Corner taking heat race number one. It's the Pizza Perfect Quality Auto Parts and Hillbilly Racing, a 158. And you want to talk about hits? Last year, just uh, 12 months ago, he was down here in the, the tires in turn four. Uh, we didn't know if he'd be back out on the racetrack again, but he's back out here winning races, and it's great to see. And Jamie's still got that huge smile on his face, and you better believe it because he's going to start from the pole by the looks of it here in this uh, feature event coming up for 30 laps for the Tours like Lightning Cars. Jamie's one of the good guys in the pits. If you ever met Jamie, always uh, got a smile on his face, always positive, and he always brings the family out to the racing. And that whole Hillbilly Racing stable is a giant family as well. So pretty cool to see Jamie get the big win here. And we've got another heat of Lightning Cars all lined up here. A couple of guys making their debut. I can tell you one, Adam Sharon coming up in the 104 car. Usually races at Valley Raceway, racing at Lake Dowsett Motor Speedway because Valley's not racing this year because of COVID-19. And it looks like Mr. Sharon is going to be starting on the pole for heat race number two. No pressure, right? A little bit. And him and his brother, Austin, uh, they split the car. But uh, Adam was saying that he put more money into it this weekend. So he gets to drive <laughs> this weekend. It's great to see them here, though, and, and great to see them on the racetrack. I believe by the looks of that car, I believe that's a brand, former Brandon Forsyth race car yep, from Oyster Red Speedway. Yep. Uh, so it's a quick race car. We'll see what it has here in this Torsak Lightning Heat. The 100 is Mike Jollymore. Mike's been really quick here the last couple of weeks. I believe was on the podium last week or the week before here at the Speed World. Brandon McDonald is the 187 car. The 101 is David Jollymore. Your reigning track champion drives car number 141 for Kinetic Auto and Kobe's Auto Recyclers. It's Rational Richard. The 145 is Travis Kiefer. Laneway Auto Sales. That is your most recent feature winner here in the Lightning Division. And the 142... Didn't have a whole lot of practice time. He had his, his day job this afternoon. Had to go open the restaurant and uh, made it back. I don't know if he had any practice in the race car or not, but great to see Bruce Larder back here. All three Kinetic Auto Cars here at the racetrack this afternoon. Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, Paige on the track, though. She wasn't in that first heat. Yeah, I'm not seeing her back there, and I, the Brycon hauler is kind of blocking our, our view of what would be the Kinetic Auto pit back there. So uh, Paige was really excited to go racing as well, but... Uh, I'm sure Ken Zwicker and the folks back there working on that race car are trying to get it out here for the 30-lap feature. Exactly. Yeah, big race for these Lightning drivers, and a big race, of course, with the Jim Hallahan 250. want to thank you if you're listening online right now. And if you're on the fence listening at home, there are still some tickets. There are still a few, a few tickets available. If you want to pop into Scotia Speedwell, grab your ticket. It is with social distancing and the pod systems. There are five separate sections. Just keep that in mind. Well, we're going to go green flag racing here for heat race number two. Adam Sharon, debut here at Scotia Speed World, and Jolly Moore is going to get the gun here and jump it right away. Sharon falls all the way back to fifth, again, figuring out the car in that 104. Jolly Moore and Jolly Moore up in front. Figuring out that race car and figuring out this racetrack as he gets a little lesson from the track champion there. The 141 Irrational Richard goes to the inside. Mike Jollymore leads. Travis Keefe has been quick wherever we've gone this season, whether it's at Petty International Raceway or down here at Scotia Speed World. The 145 definitely has some steam. He goes to the inside of the 101 as they battle for position in number two. David Jollimore on the outside in the 101. His brother, Mike, up in front. And he's got a pretty big lead, but again, Travis Keefe is very fast in that Smith Brothers Racing 145. Uh, he almost stole the show at Petty about a month ago, and he was involved in a wreck and almost won the race. So that 145's got a lot of steam. Those recent winners, you mentioned Tim in the Lightning Division here at Scotia Speed World. Jollimore still in front. In fact, the Keefe is in a Jollimore sandwich, if you will. 
And Travis Keith has a long way to go, and he's got some laps still, and he's got about six and a half or so to catch the 100 of Mike Jollymore. Jollymore has been consistent and has been consistently quick the last couple of weeks. The 145 at Keith pulling away from Dave Jollymore, and Rational Richard, the 141 car, moving up to try to take position number three away. Rational Richard got a couple of big runs in iRacing this year, but I'm sure he's as glad to be here as anybody else, really, including us, and we're so thankful we're here today and thankful to see all these great faces, familiar faces in the crowd here. Been a while since we've had a big crowd here in Nova Scotia, so they're soaking up some lightning racing and coming up in a few minutes, some Atlantic tilt load heats coming up for the Maritime Pro Stock Tour. Little pass now, Rational Richard underneath the zero, uh, the 101 car, pardon me. David Jollimore, give that position to the 141. That is for fourth on the track. And he'll pick up that spot, but now the 141's got some room to make up some time to make up and doesn't have a whole lot of laps to really get there dylan will come by this time and have three laps remaining for the uh, 100 of jolly Moore. it looks like uh, sharon will go one lap down here on the 104 travis keith hasn't been able to make up a whole lot of ground here between him and the leader no and these heat races are a great time to kind of figure out what you got and these cars, again, are racing during the day. Usually they're racing at nighttime on Friday nights, but Jamie Dillman was the one driver saying, my car sucks in the daytime. He just won a heat race. Yeah, absolutely. There's still some driver capability and driver input that you can put in to these race cars and make them hum. White flag flies for Mike Jollymore. Final lap for the 100. Got a half a straightaway lead in front of Travis Keith. Travis will go around the slower car of Sharon. Richard Drake starting to reel in the 145. Not going to make much of a difference, though. Coming around turn three and four, the 100. Uh, Mike Jollymore going to grab the checkered flag from Rob Bonus. So Mike Jollymore goes to victory lane. Picked up a podium finish here a couple of weeks ago. Keith, Drake, looks like Jollymore, and McDonald complete your top five. So the checkered flag will come out for the 100 i'm interested to see what he can do with jamie dillman when it comes feature time in that 30 lap torsec lightning car feature give it up for him folks the 100 tree heat race winner it's mike jollymore once again if you're just joining us here at the speed board we want to remind you to practice social distancing stay within your bubble stay within your section as well the the five pods that we have here this afternoon and Great to see some familiar faces. I don't know where they went to. I, I did see Corey and Jeffrey Breen over here in uh, pod number three. So I want to say hello to them. Congratulations to Corey on getting married last weekend. Yeah, I had some photos at Riverside yep. Speedway. I haven't seen the Silver Fox. Eddie Rector looked that sharp in a while. <laughs> uh, and congratulations to Jeffrey Breen last night driving Corey Breen's car to a third place finish here in the sportsman feature and no fire extinguishers thrown at him it was a good night for him it was a good night hey you know speaking of a good time we are getting ready to start up some heat racing atlantic tilt load heats on track now let's go pro stock racing happy 65th birthday to sharon from your bestie happy 65th birthday to sharon These are Atlantic Tilt Load Heat Races. Heat race number one of two on the pole. Car number 89, the Nova Construction Celtic Ford. Ford, that is Donald Chisholm from Antigonish to the outside. The Chapman Brothers Construction, King Racing, Reynolds Well Digging. Number five is Jonathan Hicken from Brudenell, Prince Edward Island. 
The Farrells excavating number 48 from CBS, Newfoundland and Labrador. It's Waylon Farrell. The Atlantic Tilt Low Top Construction Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces. Number 53 is Cole Butcher from Hans Sports starting position number for the Grand Bay Home Hardware, Irving Pubs drive through Bottle Exchange. Number 23 from Barnesville, New Brunswick. It's Lonnie Somerville. To the outside, the 21 car is Sean Pierce. Row number four sees the eight car of Kent Vincent from Westmoreland PEI. And the 36, Canada's Ironman, Gary Elliott. Mark Wilson pulls the pace car into the infield. Folks, it's been a long 12 months. We're going pro stock racing. Green flags in the air, we're underway. And winner at Petty International Raceway back in July, Jonathan Hicken putting up a good challenge against Donald Chisholm. Donald's first time on the track in 2020, aside from a little bit of testing here and there. Door handle to door handle racing. Oh, Chisholm a little loose, slides up the track. We almost went three wide, Tim, in turn two. Cole Butcher had to pull his foot out of a great battle up in front, 89 and five. Side by side, give it to Donald Chisholm off corner number four. Jonathan Hicken tucks in behind the Celtic Ford 89. And now Cole Butcher up to that Colton Noble line we saw last night on the outside. 53 car looking at the five for position number two. He's gonna see if it can work. He falls back in line again. It looks like Cole likes the outside lane a little bit in one and two, although he's gonna try the inside and maybe give a little bump and touch there to the number five. Donald Chisholm, the owner of Riverside International Speedway in front of that 89 car. His daughter, Emily Chisholm, put on a heck of a show for all the fans here at Scotia Speed World last night. It's time for his turn to put on a little show. Top three have broken away from the battle for fourth. It's currently Waylon Farrell, the 23 of Lonnie Somerville, and that rowdy manufacturing race car now has the eight of Kent Vincent to the inside. Side by side for position number five at the halfway point. Five down and five to go in this Atlantic tilt load qualifier for the Jim Hallahan 250. Now, I was saying in the Lightning, there's not a whole lot to lose if you drift back a little bit in the heats, but there is money on the line because hypothetically, if Donald Chisholm wins this heat race, that means he's on the pole and he can take a little challenge try and win a little extra money here. Pass now for second and attempt at least Cole Butcher was looking on the inside of Jonathan Hickam and Jonathan slides back in front. Just leaned into him just a wee bit at a corner number two to try to take second place but Cole Butcher pulled his foot out of it. Jonathan Hickam maintained second but they are losing ground to the Nova Construction number 89 of Donald Chisholm. Sticks in the air from Rob Bonus. Two laps to go. Cole Butcher again looking on the outside of Jonathan Hickam. Jonathan Hickam and Ashton Tucker have been the two gentlemen to beat so far this summer in 2020. Mostly in New Brunswick. We're here here in Cole's home province in Nova Scotia. White flag in the air. Donald Chisholm got a big lead over the five in the 53. Battle for position number two. Butcher trying to roll the top at a corner number two. He'll inch out with second. It's all behind Donald Chisholm. Rounding corners number three and four. Checkered flag in the wind for Chisholm. Second gonna go to Butcher. Hicken got a little sideways off of corner number four. Farrell and Kent Vincent complete your top five. Somerville, the 21 appears in the 36 of Gary Elliott. Complete your field. Heat race number one presented by Atlantic Tilt Load in the books. Well, he hasn't cracked out a feature win yet here at Scotia Speedwell, but there's objective number one, heat race win. Your race winner for heat race number one, the Atlantic Tilt Load Heat, Donald Chisholm in the 89. Nova Construction, Celtic Ford. Pioneer Cole Wearwell Garments on the number 89 car as he will pull it back to visit Wayne and Trevor in the tech area as we will get ready to roll out. Heat race number two, and look who we're starting with. You're reigning a two-time REMAX East Coast Elite Realty 250 champion. Driving for White Lightning Auto Center, Big Cam, 
Fabrication. It's the Brad Selliker Motorsports number two from Littleton, New Brunswick. It's Ashton Tucker. To the outside, it's the ace in the hole septic, Ron McGilvery, Chevrolet Buick GMC number 80. From Antique Anish, it's Ryan Van Orscott. The Archibald Drilling and Blasting, Presidential Ventilation, Howard Little Excavating, car number 99, row at number two on the inside. From Terrence Bay, Nova Scotia, it's Craig Slawn White. Driving the Hugger, car number 33, sponsored by Superior Foundations, Atlantic Tilt Load, and Top Construction. From Porter's Lake, it's Jared Butcher. I said this at Petty, and I'm going to say it again. It's hard to not call that car Sean Turple. The Zero Car, Dexter Construction Municipal Group, R&D Performance Center, former sportsman champion here at the Speed World, it's Matt Vaughn driving the Zero to the outside, Canuck Resources, Vernon Thunderbird Diner, Fleet Break Atlantic among the sponsors on the 44. The Bounty Hunter is Russell Smith Jr. from Lakeside. And completing your field, the Brycon Construction Mobile One Camry, the 08 from Dartmouth is Nicholas Noggle. Again, more heavy hitters in this field than the previous heat we just watched here. That's going to set up a crazy race coming up here today. The Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. Big thanks to them and also Atlantic Oliver Tire for hopping on board with a little bit of extra tire money. There's going to be a draw a little later on. Two drivers in this field selected randomly by the great Jim Hallahan. Chance to win a set of tires, and uh, those things are very important as a race car driver. Absolutely, especially with some big races coming up here in the next little while. I spoke to Ashton Tucker and Brad Silliker a little bit earlier on, and Ashton kind of said there's no pressure here today. Yeah, we go to Petty, we're expected to win. We go to 660, we're expected to win. This is my first time here at Scotia Speed World on anything other than the Bandolero racetrack. But if you draw the pole, there's got to be a little bit of pressure on you with Ryan Van Orscott to the outside. Rob Bonus has the green in hand. Heat race number two presented by Atlantic Tilt Lotus Green. As we come out of turn number two, Craig Slomwhite gets underneath the ace in the hole, number 80, which came in in the septic truck earlier. Ryan Van Orscott drifts back a little bit. Matt Vaughn in that zero. It's going to be tough for me too, Tim. Sean Turple is here today helping out the zero car, but he's not in it. Rookie here in the Pro Stock Tour, Matt Vaughn in the zero car. And a rookie to Scotia Speed World. Oh, the hugger got a little loose, a little tap there from Nicholas Noggle in the 33 today. That is Jared Butcher, as mentioned just a second ago. Number two car, Ashton Tucker, his first time racing a Pro Stock race on the big track. You know, hopefully he doesn't mistake the Bando track because a pro stock in the Bando track going that low uh, won't work out too well for him, but he is keeping that number two in front of the 99, Craig Slonway. They're breaking away from the rest of the field here on lap number three. Craig White, former sportsman champion here at the Speed World Shriners Classic, Cat 250 winner. He's won about everything here at the Speed World. He's got Ashton Tucker on his front bumper, one of the hottest drivers in Atlantic Canada when it comes to Pro late model racing, a top two have broken away a little bit from Matt Vaughn, Jared Butcher, and Nicholas Noggle. Cross flags out in this Atlantic tote load heat. We are halfway home. I think Craig's got a little more than Ashton right now, but Ashton holding that lead. Slon White pushes a little bit at a two. And this is as much of a testing session for the number two car as well. Ashton has come here from New Brunswick to get some tests in. But still, these heat races are very important, and especially getting your lineup as well. So this would chuck him on the front row. And here at Scotia Speed World, you want to be at the front right away. And oh, Nicholas Noggle, hello. He dives near the hugger. Nick Noggle driving a little aggressive to try and move up the field with only 15 cars. Not a big stacked car list, but you still want to be up in front by the time we get going here. The talent is steep, though, in this one. It looks like Jared Butcher kind of went to the outside two laps ago as we come to two laps to go in this one. Went to the outside in turn two, opened the door for Nicholas Noggle, 
and Jared Butcher's trying to get into that tack right there through one and two. He's up on that outside line trying to get that grip. He does it through one and two. Not as good over here, Dylan, in three and four as Ashton Tucker comes to the white flag. The 33 of Jared Butcher trying to make it happen. Nicholas Noggle to the inside. That is the battle for fourth. Up in front, it's all Littleton, New Brunswick's Ashton Tucker through three and four. Heat race winner. He'll start on the outside of the front row of the 250. The hugger and the 08 were leaning on each other coming across the start finish line. That's going to set up a great little battle here at the Jim Hallahan 250. But keeping the checkered flag trend, the number two, Ashton Tucker wins heat rates number two for the Jim Hallahan 250. White Lightning Auto Center, big cam fabrication. Baisley's on the side of that car. A lot of great partners on that Brad Silicon Motorsports. Race car as they'll head back to pit road. I'm sure Terry Russell is listening to us on the Tim's Corner live feed. Terry's not with us, but I know he celebrated well into the night last week at uh, Speedway 660. So just a little lull here as we get ready. Those heat races uh, went by pretty quick. Speaking of shout-outs and everything, uh, we got to say hey to our uh, good buddy, uh, Scotty DeJong down in the States. He oh, Scotty listening? Well, he commented on our photo, so I hope he's listening. I uh, hope Scotty's listening. What's his listening. nickname? The guy the guy in the big hat? That's the guy in the big hat. That's the chef that keeps us uh, fed during Winter Nationals. You're going to have to make a Winter Nationals trip once this, this COVID deal yeah, is I'd, all Yeah, I'd love to, but it's great. Uh, you know, I've I been seeing on Facebook that uh, Scotty's certainly got his health troubles, and hopefully he's doing well. But he's making the rounds in the States, and uh, he's listening to some Canadian racers this afternoon. I think they're in Boone, Iowa this week for uh, Supernats. Okay. So it's they, they've been busy. Let's just put it that way. They've been really busy. We're getting ready to line our race cars up for introductions for the Lightning, lightning Car Divisions. Want to thank you all again when you're settling in here. Uh, the crowd's looking big, and we like that. But again, it's a, a capacity of 1,250. We thank you for respecting all the rules, social distancing, masks. You are allowed to take your face mask off once you're seated. But if you want to wear it the entire time, uh, you do you. You can do that if you feel comfortable doing so. If you're looking for food, the number to text here at Scotia Speed World can be found on the Scotia Speed World Facebook page. Uh, just look that up quickly, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll look it up here for you, too. Uh, what's the number we got here for the food here, Tim? 225-0808. So that's 225-0808. So if you want some food, make sure you include your pod number, your name, obviously your order, and JC and the fine crew will get it to you. And if JC brings it, he might even sing you a song. He sang some Lionel Richie to me last time. Yes. That, that didn't, didn't sing ACDC. I would like to hear some, well, Thunderstruck traditionally, but we got some lightning here on the track. And be sure to dig deep and support the Dartmouth and District Shrine Club in their 50-50 draw here this afternoon. Lightning cars coming out to the racetrack for their 30-lap feature. We will do a very brief driver introduction, and then we will go racing for the first feature of the afternoon here at the Speed World. Beautiful field of neons. If you're new to Scotia Speed World, this is the four-cylinder division that does not have a Honda motor, per se. And you see some Chevrolet Cavaliers, some Cobalts, some Neons. Uh, you see all those different different cars out here. But no Hondas. They ran last night with the Torsec Thunder Division here at the Speed World. And we'll be able to see them next Friday night when we go racing again. Yeah, so it, it's splitting them up a little bit. But again, as you mentioned, we'll see them all together again. But uh, big 30-lap feature for these guys. And uh, hopefully, girl, with uh, Paige Drake, I, I don't see them rolling out here with the rest of the field. I can see Big Daddy Kenny Hopper at the tail end here. Yeah, making sure that all of those cars are out on the racetrack that will be in this event. 
So final couple of cars making their way out here. So we'll wait for the final car to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our pleasure to introduce you to the field for the Torsec Lightning Division on the Jim Hallahan 250 weekend presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. Starting scratch on the field, it's the Clean Cut Property Services, Hillbilly Racing 107. Make some noise for Big Daddy Kenny Hopper. You know this next guy, don't you, from Valley Raceway? I do. He's been racing a little bit at Lake Dowsett Motor Speedway. Usually splits the load with his brother, but behind the wheel this afternoon, the 104 car of Adam Sharon. Give him a hand. The 111 next up on the grid. Great to see him build a race car and a cobalt to get out here racing this season. The 111 is Chad Sinton. 142, one of the three Kinetic Auto racing cars. A little late to the racetrack, but great to see him out here. The 142 is Bruce Larder. Got another car rolling at uh, turn four, Tim. The 188 car joining us at the tail of the field. Great to see this guy back after a couple of years off. Former feature winner, the driver from Harriet's Field, is Daryl Sullivan. 113 out here on the racetrack. He's got the G-spot on the side of the race car. That is Chris McMullen in the 113. Another newer driver to us here this season. New colors on that 187. Great to see him out here. It's Brandon McDonald, the 187. Here's a guy that needs no introduction, the 133 car. He's excited for this one. The grandson of Jim Hallahan. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler Hallahan behind the wheel of the 133. The 101 car was quick along with the uh, the other guy in the Jollymore racing camp. This guy will be one to watch. It's Dave Jollymore in the 101. The first Cobalt to grace this lightning car division, the Sangsters Automotive, 172. The driver from Stewiak, it's Chevy McDonald. Your reigning track champion drives car number 141 for Kinetic Auto and Kobe's Auto Recyclers. Make some noise for Rational Richard. Mr. Lightning on the Hill, driving the Goops Custom Metalworks Universal Environmental Services, ECC 198. The driver from Bedford, Steve Matthews. Last week's feature winner, the Smith Family Racing Laneway Auto Service, 145. Starting on the outside of row number two, it's Travis Keefe. They had to piece this race car together after a practice crash. Great to see him out here. The Sangsters Automotive Enfield Buy and Sell 106 from Oldham, Marshall Bazanson. And your front row, starting on the outside of row number one, picked up a heat race victory earlier this afternoon. It's Mike Jollymore behind the wheel of the 100. Multi-time feature winner this season, driving for Pizza Perfect Quality Auto Parts and Hillbilly Racing. He is your pole sitter, the 158 from Carroll's Corner, Jamie Dillman. Drivers, start your engines. And as pointed out, Tim, by... Oh. Paige Drake, 142. Paige Drake, okay, so we got a lady here. Awesome. So I guess Bruce didn't make it. Well, <laughs> hey, Bruce, thanks for uh, doing what you do. But I'm just going to mention, it was pointed out to me by Steve Austin, who's here in the here in the stand today. If uh, He's got a headset on. So yeah, he I'm can't assuming, hear us. Can't hear us, but he's a great dude. Anyways, he pointed out that the 158, he goes, that looks a lot like Ricky Bobby's car when he races at Talladega at the end of the movie. 
I think that's the look they're going for. It's just missing the it's missing the cougar on the front with me. Yes, not you. Me. It says me. M- no, it, in the movie it says Emmy. Yeah, M E, not yeah, you. Not me. Not you. I'm not a cougar. I'm 26. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> so these lightning cars going to pace behind the Scotia Speed World Parts Trucks Pro Stock Tour Car Star Weekly Racing Series pace car. And we're going to do something special here, Dylan, for both features here this afternoon. For those that are a part of our Scotia Speed World family, we lost two folks that are really close to not only Scotia Speed World, but also the Maritime Pro Stock Tour. Three weeks ago, we lost Ralph Vokey, our starter for many years here at the Speed World and also on the Partridge Trucks Pro Stock Tour. And just this past week, we lost Marty McRae. Uh, Marty, a former driver here at Scotia Speed World, and uh, he, he brought the humor when it came to uh, us working up and down the road on the Maritime Pro Stock Tour. Uh, could tell many stories. Some of them probably aren't, uh, you know, PG-rated per se. <laughs> uh, but got to travel up and down the road with them for, for five or six years doing this Maritime Pro Stock Tour when I was uh, coming onto the scene in 2008, 2009. Obviously, Marty had been here for years. Ralph had... Uh, Ralph had just started along with us, and I know they were, they were both, uh, Jim Hallahan was influential in their, their racing too, so uh, we are going to honor both of them today with not only one, but two missing man formations, uh, one in the Lightning Division and one in the Parcher Trucks Pro Stock Tour, Jim Hallahan 250, so the field is doubled up. We are going to see Mike Jollymore pull ahead. The pole position will remain vacant in honor and in memory of Ralph Vokey and Marty McRae. Saturdays haven't been the same for a couple of years, Dylan, but it's, uh, I know they're watching up there, I'm sure, with Alan Curry having some oatcakes and some bananas and going to enjoy this show. So, And we're going to follow this up with the wave off. Ladies and gentlemen, this next time by, we want you on your feet. Grab your hats, grab your jackets, your next door neighbors. We're going to give these lightning drivers a wave off and send them off for 30 laps in the biggest race of their 2020 season. As they come through three and four, come on, everybody get to waving this time. The lightning cars getting ready to put on a show for you, and they will wave back at you, saluting you for coming out and supporting them on the Jim Hallahan 250. Lights out atop the pace car. Mark Wilson will pull it into the infield this time, and Dylan... What a beautiful field. We're getting ready to go racing. Lots of good-looking neons. Couple of Chevys here as well. And, man, I, I, I got goosebumps almost here. Big field of cars. Big crowd here in Nova Scotia. We are going lightning racing at Scotia Speed World. Jamie Dillman in the 158 gets the green flag. We are underway for 30 laps. Presented by Torsec in the lightning car division. Down into corners number one and two. The battle is for second. It's the 100 of Jollymore to the outside. The 106 of Marshall Bazanson to the inside. As they dive it down through three and four, Jamie Dillman will lead lap number one. 30 lap race here at Scotia Speed World this afternoon. And yes, it is this afternoon. If for some reason you were sleeping in a little earlier, starting a bit earlier today at the Speed World. But hey, it means we get to go home a little earlier too. In front, it's Jamie Dillman in the 158 with Marshall Bizantin in the 106. And again, Tim, we were mentioning he creamed the rear end in the tires going into one and two in practice earlier. But... Maybe he lost a little bit of weight in the back, and it's almost helping him because he's still keeping up in front. You know, that car kind of walked up the hill a little bit in turn number two, and I think he found the tack. 
I think that's uh, one of those happy mistakes. He's up there on that outside groove, and I think it handles a little bit better on that second groove. The former champions, the big race winners, the heavy hitters per se, coming to the front of the field. Travis Keefe, Steve Matthews, Rational Richard, 4, 5, and 6 right now as they look over the 100 to Jollymore. Travis Keefe, a little peek on the outside as the 106 and the 158 start to get some distance from the 100 of Mike Jollymore. Stephen Matthews in the 198, rounding out your top five. And Stephen's been almost everywhere so far in the Maritimes. Raced at Petty, raced at Miramichi for the first time about a month or so ago. But he's back at home. He's an HRM guy, and he's glad to be here. And he's duking it out with one of the best in the lightning division, 145, Travis Keefe. And that is the battle for fourth position on the track. Just Again, we're reaching that point of where do you look because we're getting lots of action in the back, lots in the middle here. And soon enough, Jamie Dillman will be coming up to the slower car of Sharon. Yeah, the top two are kind of broken away. They kind of have a place to race right now. Back to the 100 of Mike Jollymore. And then the battle side by side and behind them. Steve Matthews, not a battle anymore. Matthews will take position number four away. And we'll begin to look up at the front half of this field. Chevy McDonald beginning to move in. Tyler Hallahan, a part of this mix as well. Six, seven laps completed in this 30-lap feature, and Sharon about to go a lap down. Yeah, the only thing I'm a little nervous. Oh, Travis Keefe a little loose there in one and two. I was just going to mention, Tim, the only thing I'm a little nervous about, and Paige Drake slow on the front stretch, but I don't know if she's spun out in the middle of the turn at the back, but newer driver, Adam Sharon, and right there he almost blocked the 100. New driver at Scotia Speed World. Procedures are a little different at different tracks, including Valley Raceway and Lake Dowsett Motors Speedway, so he's going to be getting a little learning curve here as the faster cars go around that 104. But he knows his role and he moves out of the way. He's here for fun this afternoon, just trying out a new track. It's you know, a new normal to him. Uh, 2020 wasn't expecting to race here, but all the, all the lapped cars are uh, falling back a little bit. And uh, Tyler Hallahan actually almost slides into the 104. Yeah, they had a little bit of it. You talked about different procedures. They had to install a kill switch onto that race car. Every race car that races at Scotia Speed World requires a kill switch. So quick little bit of wiring, and they were good to go on that. But still learning this racetrack. Up in front continues to be Jamie Dillman in the 158, leading the 106 of Marshall Bazance. About four lengths back. And then the 100 of Mike Jollymore, two lengths in behind. As looks like Paige and the 188 of Sullivan will go a lap down. Sharon into the tires here in turn two. Ooh, I don't know. Down how, on the Bando I, I didn't track. didn't see how that happened, but that's most likely going to bring out a caution here. Rob Bonus is holding the flag, saying, okay, what's going on here? But caution now there out. It is. Called by Jason here just next to us in the scorer's tower. So first caution at lap 11 here at Scotia Speedway for the Torsec Lightning feature this afternoon, getting ready for the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Nova Truck Center in Lucas Oil. So first caution out for... The rookie driver we were just talking about, maybe we jinxed him by accident. Adam Sharon in the 104 making contact with the tires. I don't know if he just lost it. I wasn't looking at that part of the track. But either way, that brings us back here. And right before the yellow came out to him, Marshall was starting to close into the 158 Jamie Dillman. So Jamie may be better on the short runs here. And this would be a 20-lap dash. They just reverted back to lap 10, it looks like. So a third of the way through this feature. Yeah, one-third distance through here is... We continue to work this lightning car feature presented by the folks at Torsex. Still to come, if you're listening on Tim's Corner CA, it is the Jim Hallahan 250 coming up following the Torsex lightning cars. Just what do you got? Just got to give a shout out to our buddy Joey Mosier. He's right in front of us here. Give us a wave, Joey. You were saying hey on Facebook. Is it your birthday today? Are you the birthday boy? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay, well, happy early birthday. Here's your birthday present. Watching some uh, pro stock racing here. Wait, Thumbs so, up. Wait, so the party's tonight? Okay, so, sounds good. 
Yeah, it's great to see all kinds of familiar faces here watching this Jim Hallahan 250. Uh, great to have everybody back at the racetrack and great to have everybody at home. As you mentioned earlier, it, it's uh, better than that three or three and a half hour drive to Petty. And depending on how fast you drive, Pat Haley took, I think, four and a half to five hours to get to Fredericton last week. I don't know what, what detour he took. Jeez Louise, that, that's, a, that's a long haul. Uh, where, where'd you go? Up to St. John and back and he, everything? He, he must have. He must have went to visit somebody up there. I, mm. I did it in two hours and 45 minutes, but we're, we're, we're among friends, so we can say that, right? <laughs> Want to uh, remind everybody that... Uh, social distancing practices in effect here at Scotia Speed World, a part of this uh, COVID-19 season. Be sure to wear your mask if you are traveling throughout the facility. Uh, you can take it off once you are sitting down. Uh, be sure to social distance yourself. Stay within your pod. There are washrooms located uh, in each of those pods. And if you have any questions about the uh, protocols for COVID-19 an event like this, be sure to uh, ask one of our TORSEC security staff, and they will, they will let you know uh, on that. And, of course, the canteen is available if you want to purchase any of those uh, wonderful Withrow's burgers, uh, fries, what have you. Be sure to text the canteen, 225-0808. That's 225-0808 with your name, your pod, and what your order is, and they will run it out to you. And as we said earlier, JC might sing you a tune. I th I, it's almost time. I think we might have to text that number, get, a, get ourselves a couple of burgers. And little song. He sang Lionel Richie's uh, Is It Me You've Been Waiting For. It was quite lovely last Friday. I actually started crying because I was so well, taken back from it. If he's delivering food, then yes, it is him that they are waiting for, right? <laughs> That's true. So we are under caution after the 104 of Adam Sharon kissed the tires, and it looks like they brought that 104 back to the pit area. Again, it was great to see him out here, and uh, I asked him, I said, are you going to go down to Yarmouth tomorrow? And he's on the fence about it, but... Uh, you're going there tomorrow, Tim. You're doing a little, little road trip. You know what? The uh, the 7.30 alarm came a little early this morning. Uh, I'm excited to go back down to Yarmouth, take a little bit of a, of a vacation. Uh, going to spend the day Monday in Yarmouth and, you know, kind of kick back and, and do some touristy things that we haven't got to do all season long. So uh, excited to get down to Lake Dowsett Motor Speedway. It's their fun day. The grandstand bracelets are sold out. Uh, they're only allowed 250 in their grandstands, so uh, that is sold out. Excited to be down there and see some friends in Yarmouth that I haven't seen in, well, almost 12 months now. Yeah, just about here. So we are doubled up. Lights are still on that pace car, so to go around one more time. Jamie Dillman is still the leader. If you are listening right now at timscorner.ca, thank you very much. And, uh, you know, if you're out of province, wish you could be here as well. I know we got some friends uh, in New Brunswick listening all across the province and here in the Maritimes and the Atlantic bubble. Want to say hello to the sign crew. Tony and the crew are listening to us at home. They're not here this afternoon, so want to say hello to the sign crew. Uh, thank you for the snacks, by the way, last night. We're still rolling through those here in the tower, so we still got a couple of... Haas didn't take his dinky car. It's still here. No, Haas's Hoss, Hot Wheels is still here, so... Uh, we'll put that to good use. Speaking about good use, we're getting ready to go racing. Ten laps completed. We've got 20 laps to go in this lightning feature. Green flag is out. And look at the run by Marshall Bizanson down the front straightaway. The Auto Rights Service Center, 106, looking for the lead as they go down Jamie Dillman bobble. Ooh, I think he kissed the top of the bando track, and he falls the P2, but he's got the preferred line inside. Let's see if the 158 can dive in there. He's trying. They're rubbing into each other. 106 will lead this lap here. Marshall Bizanson beat up and all. Looks like he's having a rough day, but the mechanical parts of the car are working good enough because he is taking the lead. 
Front runners up in front, side by side, stacked four deep, eight cars under a blanket looking for the lead and it's led by Jamie Tillman, high speed pace lap, second time around here under green and nobody has been able to waver, the Tyler Hallahan machine goes to the inside of the 172 or at least look there, Jamie Tillman, full possession of the lead now is the 106 of Bazance and still fights to the outside. Your top eight are all bunched together, it's like a restrictor plate race, now the 158 of Dillman gets in front of Bazance in that 106. Six cars still beat up, and here comes Mike Jollymore in the 100. Well, at least for a moment, getting some battle up top there from the 150. Uh, pardon me, uh, the what's his number again? 198. 198. I almost said 158. That's the leader. 198. The 100 was blocking it for a moment. That's Stephen Matthews there in the uh, Josh Collins trucking car. Oh, Travis Keith hooked that bottom of the track to him with sideways, almost into the 141 car of Rational Richard Drake, and oh, Marshall Bazanson, hang on to her pal. He was sideways in turn three and four, dove a little too deep and loses a lot of ground to your leader, Jamie Dillman. Your top eight are about to be joined, I think, by one more because Dave Jollymore is trying to claw his way into this one. Down the back straightaway, Jamie Dillman has the advantage by about three lengths just past the halfway point. In this 30-lap Torsec Lightning Car feature, Steve Matthews still hanging on the outside of Mike Jollymore. Rational Richard Travis keeps side-by-side -side at position number five. And Chevy McDonald looks on from position number seven. Jamie Dillman has been rock solid all season long. Out in front by two lengths this time by 12 to go. I did notice on that restart, Tim, the 101, Dave Jollymore, almost like bobbled or didn't have a good start. But I, I think there may be something a little wrong in that 101. He's usually up at the front battling with his brother, but he's a little further back in the field, almost midway through. But up in front, it's still the 158 leading nearly every lap. I think just for one, it was the 106 of Marshall Bazanson. And Marshall's going to try on the outside. Good run from the 106. Gonna tr that was a big run there, Tim. Going to try and take the outside lane. Some of that grip up top. Let's see if it works for the 106. Another big charge in a turn two. But Dillman still fending off there on the bottom. And now Steve Matthews looking over the 100 to Mike Jollymore to the back bumper. Looking for position number three. That final podium position. Ten laps to go for the Lightning Cars. And Jamie Dillman trying to hold off Marshall Bazance and Travis Keefe. Four-wheel drift in the middle of one and two. He loses time to the top four. A little bit of smoke coming from the, uh, the 106 car. I don't know if that was uh, from the tires or mechanical, because, again, he did smash that 106 earlier. It was the back, so it wasn't the front with the engine. But, oh, Marshall hooks the bottom of the track again and loses about four, maybe five car lengths now. And here comes Mike Jollymore on the outside, and they're beating and banging going into turn number three. Able to hang on, though. Now we're running out of time. There are only eight laps to go for Marshall Bazanson to catch up to Jamie Dillman. Marshall was able to reel him in a couple of laps ago. I don't know if Marshall's, you know, trying something different. Maybe Jamie made a mistake. Jamie's trying to grip that Bandolero track, trying to get to the inside of that curb. The 106 of Marshall Bazanson, though, really good in three and four. The accordion closes back up. Jamie Dillman, Dillon a little bit better here in one and two. But as I say that, look at the run Marshall got. Yeah, big charge. Again, he hammers the brakes. They're going to try the outside. Let's see if it works for the 106 car. Jamie Dillman on the inside. Man, Marshall is good on the exit of turn two and turn four. A little better in turn two, though, because he didn't get as much of a charge as he did before, but he's winding up that slingshot. Here comes Marshall Bazanson with six laps to go. Jamie Dillman still the leader, and Tim, we're going to have a slew of slower cars coming up in front of the leaders. 
I don't know if they're going to get there or not, though. Five laps to go. The 100 of Mike Jollymore has come to play. Jollymore on the back bumper. What's left of it? Of the 106 of Marshall Bizanson. Bizanson looks high. Jamie Dillman holding off a conga line of six cars around this racetrack. They'll come by this time. Complete lap 26. Four laps to go at Scotia Speed World getting ready for the Jim Hallahan 250. And yeah, Tim. They're about to catch all those slow cars because, oh, we had the 145 almost wow. sideways again. Not, not the big save, but look at this. We're going to have the 142 of Paige Drake directly in front of your leader. Can Marshall maybe use that slower car as a pick? He's driving the Dale Earnhardt car. Dale used the car as a pick of the Daytona 500. Yeah, you know Marshall Bazance is going to give it a try, and Jamie Dillman moves to the outside. Paige moves low enough that Marshall can't get to the inside to make any erratic move. They come by this time to the sticks in the air. Two laps to go. Drake off the racetrack. Jamie Dillman has a little bit of clear sailing before he gets to chance it, and I don't think he's going to get there in time because they got one and a half laps left. Yeah, that was Marshall Bazanza making some contact with a slower car, but again, Jamie Dillman still holding it up in front, leading about 99% of this race so far. Two to go for the rest of the field, and white stick, white flag in the air for Jamie Dillman as he works his way through some slower cars. Final lap in this Torsec Lightning feature. Chad sitting to the outside. Marshall Bazanson. Does he lick the stamp down into three? Working through three and four. The 106 slideways. Not going to get there. And Jamie Dillman to victory lane on 250 afternoon. Bazanson and Jollymore, your top three. And needless to say, I think this is probably Jamie Dillman's biggest win of his racing career, considering how the last 12 months have gone. Jamie's going to be one happy camper in victory lane. A back injury about a year ago here at Scotia Speed World to checkered flags in 2020. Your race winner in the Lightning Division. Let him hear you. That's Jamie Dillman in the 158. Pizza Perfect Quality Auto Parts and Hillbilly Racing among the sponsors on that race car and Tyler Hallahan coming up to congratulate the top three. Great to see Tyler have a, a decent run. Was up there battling with the leaders at one point. Gives a thumbs up to Jamie Dillman. And Jamie Dillman will take the checkered flag around Scotia Speed World. Marshall Bazanson finishing second in that 106 and the 100 of Mike Jollymore rounding out the podium finishes here. I think Jamie Dillman was playing his poker face when we were talking to him. He said, in the daytime, my car's not that good. Well, he just proved it's pretty darn good. Jamie Dillman rolling around turn four with the checkered flag. And he'll park it right in front here to get some photos from Mike McCarthy. Hey, Marshall. Feels any better now? <laughs> Enfield Buy and Sell Auto Right Service Center, Sangsters Automotive 106. Coming home in position number two. Had a practice crash, folks. Bring it back to position number two. Make some noise for him. It's Marshall Bazanson. And coming home in position number three. Look at the smile on his face. Car number 100, Mike Jollymore, position number three. What a show. Congratulations, Mike. And getting ready to climb from the race car. Let's hear from the 158. One of the biggest wins of his career, Jamie Dillman. Pizza perfect. Quality auto parts. Hillbilly racing. 158. And 
he's had a couple of wins here so far this season. He's uh, been to the top of the podium a couple of times, but with this crowd, with what this race means to Jim Hallahan, 250, you'd have to believe this is probably the biggest win of his career. Uh, and J Jamie's done a lot of work to that race car. Kenny Hopper's done a lot of work to that race car. Great to see them have all the success that they've been having. Yeah, you're not getting the smile off Jamie's face for a couple of weeks here. M maybe not. Maybe until next Friday when he starts racing again. But, man, what a big win. Great to see some camaraderie there. Buddies, Marshall Bazanson and Jamie Dillman giving a little hug there, throwing the mask on. So he should get a checkered flag mask. He just got himself a checkered flag. He might have to buy that thing from Rob Bonus before the end of the night. <laughs> So if you are in the grandstand area, we're going to have a brief uh, eight-minute intermission or so. The pro stocks were told that they are rolling out for intros at four. Yep. So about eight minutes or so between now and the pro stock tour driver introduction. So the final couple of moments there is Mike Jollymore lights him up down the front straightaway after his top three effort. If you're listening to us on timscorner.ca, be sure to hit that share button, hit that like button on Facebook, and... Drop us a comment. Let us know that you're tuned in. Who do you got? There's one guy that I, I wish was racing here today or, or last night, but uh, our good buddy Jordan Vino, driver of the number 11 car, winner at the River Glade National a couple weeks ago, uh, he says, sounding great, guys. Give me something to listen to while I work on these bad boys. So he's working on his sportsman cars right now, getting ready for the Big Mike Stevens weekend. Yeah, excited for that. Actually, he asked me, we had the conversation with Haas last night and asked Ken Cunning, are we having a Shriners Classic this year? And he didn't completely say no. So we'll leave it at that. Uh, we're still going to work on that a little bit. So uh, once again, if you're in the grandstand, perfect time to, you know, get up, stretch, make sure you wear your mask when you do so. Uh, eight minutes or so away from driver introductions for the Jim Hallahan 250. Look at that. Jason Foster on the front straight. You want to talk about a multi-talented gentleman. He's sweeping in the stage rye. Rob Bonus down there as well. We want to thank Atlantic Oliver Tire one more time. They are... We've got the, the coupons up here. We do. Uh, we have two sets of tires for these pro stock teams. We're going to make the random draws during the driver introduction. We also have the Nova Truck Center's poll challenge. We don't get to go down trackside, so we don't get to ask the question per se. We'll get it radioed up, though. Uh, somebody is going to be able to take $500 to drop to the rear of this 15-car field. Come back up to the front. If they get in the top 10, there's another 500 bucks. They get in the top five, there's another 500 bucks. And if they win, there's an extra $500. It's $2,000 if they can come back and win the Jim Hallahan 250 today. So uh, I see Jason Morash walking down on the front straightaway. Jason, give us a wave. Hardworking race director here at Scotia Speed World every Friday night. Don't get to see a whole lot of them on, on the, uh, the front side of the, uh, the fence, but great to see uh, Jason working hard once again and, and getting our Friday night program together. We'll see him next Friday night here as a part of the Scotia Speed World Car Star Weekly Racing Series. Yeah, so lots of racing coming up here. You know, I figured, Tim, I just kind of thought about this. You know, during this intermission, we're talking about racing. Why don't we make a little announcement about something that's coming up here? Yeah, sure. Why not? So, as you may know, Riverside International Speedway did make a post hinting that there could be the possibility of some racing at that fast track and Anaganish. I can confirm there will be a Parts for Trucks Pro Stock race coming up on Saturday, September 26th, along with another support class, which we're going to find out. Now, the details are still being worked out, but here's the big thing. You can be there. They will be allowing fans at the track. You mean I can be there? You can, you can be there, and you can be there, and you can be there. So Riverside International Speedway will be having a race two weeks' time. It will be an afternoon show, and there will be fans allowed. 
Keep tabs on the Riverside International Speedway Facebook, riversidespeedway.ca, or sign up for the newsletter, which you can do on the website as well. We'll give you all the details when tickets are available. It's going to be very much like here at Scotia Speed World uh, with advanced ticketing. There will be the pod system as well. Face masks will be mandatory, but in each pod, you'll have your own bathroom. There's going to be a food delivery service and a whole lot more. And you said food service. Food service. Does that mean the footlong hot dogs are going to be there? I would say the footlong hot dogs are on the I, delivery I will menu. have to talk to Donald. You will? Yeah. Uh, we, we just want to thank, uh, of course, Donald Chisholm as well uh, for playing a part in that uh, and working with public health and Dr. Strang for approving that. So, again, we're, we're going to be at the High Banks Riverside in two weeks, and you can be there. That's pretty exciting to have some yes. fans at that facility. So, uh, again, keep tabs on Facebook, social media, riversidespeedway.ca, or the newsletter. That's a really quick way of getting all the details here. Uh, again, I, I wasn't thinking we were going to be here at Scotia or Riverside this year, but uh, we're at least going to crack one out here. Yeah, we want to thank everybody for coming here this afternoon and practicing safe social distancing and uh, enjoying a race. This is the new normal. Great to see everybody back out here and having a great time at the speed world as we see some of the spotters starting to make their way back over to this side to get ready to guide their drivers through 250 green flag laps of competition. Talked to Jack Tanner a little bit earlier on. He's the spotter today for Lonnie Somerville, and he says he takes no... Uh, no credit for the car doing well, except for if there's a high, low, whatever situation. Great to see Jack Tanner with us. Uh, he'll be walking across the racetrack here sooner rather than later as we get ready to crank these cars up approximately five minutes away from driver introductions for the Jim Hallahan 250. So if you're at home listening in, be sure to tell your friends. Hit that, uh, hit that share button on your favorite social media platform. Yep. I want to try to break the record we had at the 250 last week. We've only been doing streaming audio for a couple of weeks. I want to try to break the record we had at the 250. So, so, so what are we aiming for? What's the bar we're aiming I, for? I, I don't want to say the bar, but the, the bar is, is, was pretty impressive. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And, and we will have live audio as well from Riverside, too. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to have that. Uh, but, again, we would love for you to be there So Absolutely. for that 250. So, or, well, I'm not sure that what the mileage is going to be there. Uh, it, it's it, it's going to be a big race, though, either way. So uh, mark that on your calendar. Don't book anything else. You need to book your ticket to Riverside in two weeks' time. But that's adding on to just the slew of races coming up. Uh, next weekend, the Mike Stevens weekend at Petty International Raceway. Two nights of racing if you want to stick here Friday night. Got Scotia Speed World. And then after that, three tracks all running that weekend. We've got Scotia Speed World on the 25th, their final Car Star Weekly Racing Series race. Riverside officially now with fans on the 26th of September and then up in Cape Breton to Sydney Speedway. Speaking of Jack Tanner, there's Jack Tanner there. Give us a wave, Jack. Great to see you here. Welcome back to the Speed World. And yeah, you mentioned we're just going to drive up the Trans-Canada Highway per se. Well, yep. We're not technically on it right now, but we're going to start here at Scotia Speed World, head up to Riverside, and then the next day head up to Sydney Speedway for their uh, Thanksgiving Thunder tune-up, I think is what we're going to call it or okay. something, something along those lines. Uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend going to be big up there. And uh, obviously next week, Mike Stevens Memorial at Petty International Raceway. Two big days of racing. Uh, led up on Saturday by a 200-lap Pro Stock Race, 100-lap Sportsman feature. Legends and the Heart of a Champion Hot Rod Classics. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be our second race of the year. We, we wish we could be racing here at Scotia or Riverside. Uh, just a little too late with the announcement of racing. So make sure 
you get your ticket next weekend for the Mike Stevens weekend in New Brunswick. Uh, Cy Harvey, the most recent winner. Cy was here last night with uh, his boy Danny. Uh, Danny, unfortunately, had some car troubles in his Legends car. But, man, that 1949 Chevy is some fast on the track. And we expect to have probably seven or eight vintage race cars on track next Saturday night. So, Again, we've, we've got a busy little stretch here of racing in, in New Brunswick and here in Nova Scotia. Feels good saying that, that we've got some big races coming up here with the 250 mere moments away, the Jim Hallahan 250. Big race coming up at Riverside in two weeks' time. I think Wendell and Tegan Dempsey are somewhere here as well. want to say thank you to them for supporting the Bando Blast last week at Speedway 660. I know Tegan had some motor issues with his race car, but uh, great to see them make the haul down here. I believe they're, they're here in one of the pods somewhere, so I want to say hello uh, to them. Oh, right down in front. There he is down there. Great to see them down there and, and make the trip from Fredericton. We'll see them next week at uh, Petty International Raceway for the Mike Stevens Memorial Weekend. And, uh, we had 14 bandos up there last week. That was pretty fun. That's awesome, and I can't wait to see all those young drivers again because we've echoed it many times. They are the next generation. You know, we've had Cole Butcher, Dylan Blankhorns, Brad Eddies work their way through the Bandolero division. Uh, they're the next crop, if you will, coming up here, and then soon enough they'll be here at the Pro Stock races. And I see Jonathan Noble down there. How about the run Colton Noble's had the last couple of weeks? My word. Your boy put on a heck of a show last night. Up on the outside line, passing cars at will in the middle of that feature. That was impressive. That was. It was uh, driving like a vet, so it would be pretty cool to see him. Uh, hopefully there in New Brunswick and here at Scotia Speed World again. Yeah, just a couple of moments away, waiting for our pro stock teams to make their way out here for the Jim Hallahan 250. So welcome in if you're listening to us online. And if you're here in the grandstand, thanks for being with us. We'll remind you next two Friday nights, we have some weekly racing series action coming at you. Uh, presented by Car Star to close off the season. So we're extending the season a little bit to get some more racing in here and uh, go until it gets, you know, maybe a little too cold to do some racing action. Uh, and that's partly, I think, why we're going to do an afternoon race at Riverside on the 26th. Uh, it gets a bit cold in the mountains of Anaganish uh, between James River. So, uh, it's perfectly fine in here. We're fine here. Oh, it's all right. So, uh, hey, you know what? I'd rather be here than sweating like crazy in July. So we'll, we'll take it here. And as we mentioned earlier, we do have some contingency awards. And while it's a little bit quiet, we, also, we talked about the Nova Truck Center's poll challenge. Uh, we also have the Verhagen Demolition Most Laps Lead Award, $2,000 into the pocket of the driver who leads the most laps, and the uh, Dartmouth Medals and Bottles $2,000 Halfway Award. And I believe each lap this year is worth 50. Yeah. Uh, so I know it's it was 25 last year. I think it's 50 this year. I'm well. Well, Ann Butcher will tell me one way or the other. Well, but. We, we got some great partners here uh, with some of the laps as well. Yeah, the first uh, 25, 30 laps or so. King Racing first five laps. Meehan's Garage, Sammy Kaiser Auto Clinic, uh, in memory of John Lamb, lap number 10, and in memory of James Baker, lap number 18. Last call on the 50-50. If you do not have your 50-50 tickets yet, perfect opportunity to grab them. Last call. On the 50-50, Barb and Steve McNeil, R&D Performance Center among the sponsors in the first 30 laps of competition here for the Jim Hallahan 250. Want to thank all of our lap sponsors and also want to thank Ann Butcher. She did a tremendous job putting together a lot of the purse money for this one as we have a couple more of our spotters coming up. I see that's Craig Langell. Is that Curtis Lindsay? Yep. Uh, <laughs> last time I saw him, I think it was 4 a.m. on Monday morning at Speedway 660. We had a good time up there last week. Yeah, recently getting engaged as well, so pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry, ladies, he's taken. 
You can't see it under the mask, but I'm sure he's laughing. <laughs> so final couple of spotters making their way over here. I see a couple of more making their way from turn at number two to get over here for the Jim Hallahan 250. I, I guess we can make race picks now. Ooh, race picks. Yeah. Well, uh, unfortunately, our, our good buddy Brad Mann usually picks the 67, but uh, the 67's not here racing today. Neither is Brad Mann. That's true. But what's he may be listening right now. I'm sure he's probably got one of them big, huge growlers or something, a beer. Yeah. Sitting there, nice cold one, getting ready to enjoy this 250. But picks, though, hmm, tough one, you know. I'm a little worried for Ashton Tucker because there wasn't poutine here today, and that <laughs> seems to be a secret weapon. Uh, he likes having the poutine. It kind of sends him to victory lane, but uh, we're seeing some fast competitors. You know what? I'm just going to go with the, the cliche because I worked there. I'm feeling good about the 89 Donald Chisholm. He was very fast in practice, fast in the heat races. Let's even get his first feature win here at the Speed World tonight. Well, he's behind by about eight or nine because Emily's won a bunch of features here in the last couple of years, so he's behind by a few. And I'm wondering if he's going to do that pole challenge or not. Yeah, we got to figure out who's taking that pole challenge, too. I might have to go next door because we can't be on the racetrack for introductions. But, yeah. You know, you're a little timid. Give me Ashton Tucker in the two-car. So just getting ready, and we want to thank you all, race fans, for showing up here today. The first big event with a crowd in Nova Scotia since middle of March. So uh, it, it's a little different. I, I think there was a couple of Moosehead games around the middle of March. So the first race with fans here on this side of the Atlantic bubble. New Brunswick's been able to have fans since July. Uh, New Newfoundland's able to have a hundred people, I think, in the crowd. Unfortunately, for Prince Edward Island, still a very tight cap on their uh, their their gatherings. But we're here gathering this afternoon at Scotia Speed World. It's great to see the familiar uh, spotters. Is that Dave Cassidy walking down there? Great to see Dave. Great to see that team make the haul from the Miramichi to come down here. Ashton Tucker and that two team Brad Silicon Motorsports. Uh, first time here, as we mentioned. In one of the full-bodied stock cars. Been here in a Bandolero a few times, but it's been a while since he's been here. So, uh, Lonnie Somerville, we mentioned earlier, brand-new rowdy manufacturing race car. Uh, Sean Pierce here in the 21. He yep. ran a couple of races at Petty Raceway. His nephew has ran a couple of races here so far this season with uh, Landon running yep. the 17 Bandolero. So, he's had some laps in here. Great to see Kent Vincent back here. In the eight car, we're missing some familiar faces, as you mentioned, Dylan Blankhorn, no Darren McKinnon, no Dylan Gosby, no Nevin Scott, no Terry Dugay, no Greg Proud. List goes on and on. Greg Proud, from what I was told, I was talking to some of the Islanders back there, Greg Proud's brand new race car is completed. Yeah. It's just not, no test time, no no whatever. Dylan Blankhorn hasn't had any test time yet this season, so. Yeah. We hope to see them, if not next weekend, at the Riverside race coming up in two weeks' time. Wouldn't that be uh, something for your first race of the year? You start at Riverside. That'd be pretty cool. So, again, that is official with fans Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, September 26th. Little afternoon show and the full details coming out later this week. Trevor Lamb is listening to us as well. And, uh, obviously, with the Atlantic bubble, he can't yep. come in because he's, he's from Ontario. And uh, he mentioned to me, and I, I saw Wade earlier, Wade Slonwhite is spotting for the eight car of Kent Vincent today. So, we were talking last night to Haas. Apparently, Haas... Uh, Decline the job. Great to see Harry Ross White here last night. Uh, not cleared as yet to get back into the race car. Well, what did he say? He said, if I spot, I may 
watched the front of the field by accident. And uh, when you're spotting, you got to watch that car. So uh, he, I'm sure Haas is here in the crowd watching today. So pretty cool to have him in the booth last night. But he's uh, in the stands today watching the race as we're just getting ready to bring the cars on track here. Uh, a little after uh, 4 o'clock, but I, I really don't want to say it, Tim, but we're we're running a little fast here. We, we cranked out some heats and a feature in about an hour's time, but it's 250 laps on the way with a little break at 125. Race cars fast? No, never. Really? <laughs> the, the Lightning cars did a phenomenal job here today. want to thank all the Lightning teams for coming out and uh, putting on a great show as a part of this Jim Hallahan 250 Presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. Saw John Coyle here a little bit earlier on. Want to say hello to the folks at Lucas Oil, a longtime sponsor of, of Grassroots Motorsports. Uh, regardless if it's here or across North America, great to have John and the, and the folks from Lucas Oil back with us in a 2020. So uh, be sure to support all their, their products and, and what have you. I run Lucas Oil lubricants in, in my car, uh, which is probably why it survived as long as it yeah, has going up and down the road this summer. Yeah, on there. Uh, I want to thank some of our uh, sponsors on the Tim's Corner side of things. Obviously, Maritime Car Wash, Pache Motors, and Kings County Performance. We actually have a, an announcement coming up next week with Kings County Performance uh, in the next week or so on the uh, Tim's Corner Motorsports, timscorner.ca page. So I want to thank Larry Somerville and the folks from Sussex. We still giving some love to St. Louis Bar and Grill? Absolutely. Why yeah. wouldn't we? We're going to go there next yep. Saturday night, right? We got that all lined up? Uh, well, I'll have to. If, if Keith doesn't know, he knows now because I'm sure he's listening. Uh, <laughs> St. Louis Bar and Grill has been a great partner for us for, for a while. So uh, Auto Right Service Center as well takes care of the oil changes and all that fun stuff on my, my car. So I see your point and I see some cars and here come the Bro Stocks. Getting ready for 250 laps. Here at Scotia Speed World for the Jim Hallahan 250. Dylan has found some more candy. Where did you find the candy? The candy, man. Oh, okay. So we still have candy from the sign crew here. Well, yeah, I, I, I wanted some M&Ms, though. Matches the color of the 44 is rolling up. Yeah, what a, what a beautiful field. The Pro Stock's 15 strong. I've only got one question left, though. Who's ready to see some Pro Stock racing? No, we've waited 12 months for this at Scotia Speed World. You can be louder than that. Who's ready to see some pro stock racing? It is my pleasure to introduce you to the 15-car starting field for the Jim Hallahan 250, presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. Canock Resources, Vernon's Thunderbird Diner, car number 44, starting scratch on the field. The driver from Lakeside, Nova Scotia. Make some noise for Russell Smith, Jr., Canada's Iron Man driving for Quaker State, Pie Chevrolet, and Strictly Hydraulics. Back home again in Truro, Nova Scotia. Make some noise for the Iron Man, Gary Elliott. It's the Ron McGilvery Chevrolet Buick GMC Ace in the Hole Septic Special, car number 80, all the way from Antigonish, Nova Scotia, Ryan Van Orscott. Making his first start of the season, Farrell's excavating car number 48 from Conception Bay, South Newfoundland and Labrador. Yes, by Waylon Farrell. You know, Mike James and the boys are listening, right? Yes, by the 21 car, Entice Motorsports on the side of the 21 car this season. The driver hails from Bridgewater, Nova Scotia. Please welcome Sean Pierce. It is the Pubs, a drive through bottle exchange, Grand Bay Home Hardware, Irving Blending and Packaging, and number 23 from Barnesville, New Brunswick, Lonnie Somerville. 
Brycon Construction Mobile 108, the driver from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Nicholas Nuggle. It's the Vincent Lamb Garnier Tire Tire Canada.ca car number eight, the driver from Westmoreland, PEI, Kent Vincent. He's driving the hugger this afternoon. Car number 33, Superior Foundations, Atlantic Tilt Load, Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces. Car number 33, the driver from Porter's Lake, Nova Scotia. Make some noise for Jared Butcher. His second start in the race car, first start at his home racetrack in a pro stock. Dexter Construction Municipal Group. R&D Performance Center, car number zero from Bedford, former sportsman champion, Matt Vaughn. Chapman Brothers Construction, Reynolds Well Digging King Racing, car number five. Next up on the grid, he'll start in position number five. The driver from Brudenell, Prince Edward Island, Jonathan Hicken. Archibald Drilling and Blasting, Presidential Ventilation Systems, Howard Little Excavating, car number 99. Former 250 winner here at the Speed World. From Terrence, Bay, Nova Scotia, Craig Slotwhite. Atlantic Tilt Low Top Construction, Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces, car number 53. Starting position number three this afternoon. Multi-time Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour Champion from Hansport, Nova Scotia, Cole Butcher. White Lightning Auto Center, Big Cam Fabrication, Brad Silica Motorsports. Car number two, two-time Remax East Coast Elite Pro Stock 250 Champion, the driver from Littleton, New Brunswick, Ashton Tucker. And the Nova Construction Celtic Ford car number 89 starting on the pole position of the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Centers from Antigonish, Nova Scotia. Please welcome Donald Chisholm. No pressure after last night's race. I think there's one more person we should maybe give a loud cheer for, Tim. Yeah, I think there is too as he makes his way up to... Welcome Donald Chisholm. Ladies and gentlemen, our Grand Marshal for this afternoon's racing action... Let's hear it for the Hall of Famer, Jim Hallahan. Great to see Jim and Liz out here and greeting all the drivers. We've got one more thing to do. You got something to say, though. I can, I can, see, the, I can see the gears rolling here. Well, Don. it just I, I got a text from my friend Joan Rui. She mentioned about the logo for the Jim Hallahan 250. If you look at your ticket, you can notice it's almost in the shape of an F form and an old Chevy logo. That's actually a play on the old Forbes Chev Olds logo. Jim, of course, has been mm -hmm. working there for years and years, and they were the first sponsor on his Hugger 33, so it all comes back together. Jason Foster is standing at the end of the field. He will, since we can't be down there he is going to serve up the nova truck center's pole challenge to these drivers so it is five hundred dollars to take the pole challenge they will go to the back of the field if they get back in the top 10 it's an extra five hundred dollars back up in the top five an extra five hundred dollars to win grand total two thousand dollars all together with all the bonuses plus you know the, the top prize of this race plus lap money whatever else ken mckisick and mike mccarthy getting a couple of pictures here with donald chisholm we're going to need the pole sitter here though Jason Foster, does Donald Chisholm accept the Nova Truck Center's Bowl Challenge? No. No. I can't say get off my stage, but get off my stage. Two-car Ashton Tucker. 
Yes, no, poll challenge. No. I, and Butcher raised a lot of money for this race. Cole, you better take some of the funds away. Cole Butcher, you going to take the poll challenge? Yes. Cole Butcher's going to the back of the field. Want to thank Nova Truck Centers for coming on board for this race as well as the poll challenge. Drivers, please prepare your cars for competition. So Donald Chisholm and Ashton Tucker will lead us to green. Cole Butcher will be falling to the rear of the field to move up Craig Slon White, the five, a Jonathan Hicken and the zero car of Matt Vaughn to the top five. And Butcher's yelling at us, I don't do lip syncing. Oh, Tim, I know what it is. It's the tires. Come back. There is a little bit of a draw that we did for Atlantic Oliver Tire. A draw for two sets of tires. I think I got the thumbs up from Ann there. I think I think we eventually got it after. Yes, it. yes. We, she, I thought she was saying keep talking. Like she was doing roll, the keep, rolling. Go, keep going. I'm not good at sign language. We we know that after about 15 <laughs> years of doing this. Uh, I don't know where the uh, tire draw names are. But I can tell you that there are two sets of tires from Atlantic Oliver Tire going out to two of these teams. So that's $800 plus, plus tax, I think it is. Yeah, on, it's about, on, a, about a grand yep, each. Yep. So once we get those names drawn, we will have them up here. There's a lot of stuff up for grabs there today. There is. $2,000 for Hagen Demolition. Most laps led halfway from Dartmouth Metals and Bottles. $2,000 air. That was almost like a game of charades there, <laughs> trying to explain <laughs> the tires. I had three people trying to string it. I would be For terrible. those that are listening on, on Tim's Corner, she was doing like the the finger rolling motion. Going so, forward. Yes, yep. And usually in showbiz, that's wrap it up. Yep. So uh, either way, that it's pretty cool that the, they're offering that. Yes, it is. That, that little tire, uh, little bonus, we'll call it. Chad and Gerard are here. Want to thank Atlantic Oliver Tire because typically this is the Atlantic Oliver Tire 200 weekend. And uh, you can visit them down on Akerley Boulevard. They also have their location, uh, the Retread Center up in Dieppe. And uh, proud sponsor and proud supporter of this sport. Uh, you can find them at 30 Akerley Boulevard. And the Atlantic Oliver Retread Limited. Uh, location up in Dieppe where they do commercial and retail sales as well as having a retread manufacturing plant. So, Well, as they say in Game of Thrones, winter is coming and you'll need some winter tires, so make sure to hit our friends at Atlantic Oliver Tire. Once your driver is strapped in and ready for 250 laps of green flag competition, we'd ask the, or the crew member beside the race car to have their one hand held high up in the air. Thank you, 80 car. Thank you, 36. Thank you, 08. Just a couple of moments away, those butterflies starting to fly. Most of these drivers getting strapped in, ready to go. What are you thinking, Dylan? Hmm. What am I thinking? I think we're uh, getting near close here, just uh, working on a few more cars, including five-car Jonathan Hicken. Just waiting for all the hands to go in the air. It looks like we are all ready to go on the front straightaway. Cecil Vance, let's get the party started here. Gentlemen, start your engines. 
Thank you, Cecil. 250 green flag laps, Dylan. Engines are fired. Let's do this. Pace car begins to roll. Field in behind. We've seen Cole Butcher take the pole challenge here before on 250 weekend. Hasn't been able to make good on the extra bonus, but I think he's got something saved here. He, he may. Uh, he is also looking for his first win of 2020. It's been the Jonathan Hicken Ashton Tucker show all summer long. We're coming to the end of summer here. By the time by the time we're at Riverside, that's gonna be a fall race here. So this is one of the last summer races. You want to cap off kind of a crazy summer with a big win. Cole Butcher falling to the rear of this running order, taking that Nova Truck Center's pole challenge. The crew members making their way back over to the other side. Sense of normalcy, this new normal. There's pro stocks on the racetrack at Scotia Speed World. It's the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour. We've waited 12 months for this. This is, this is exciting. It was a long, cold winter, a long-as-heck spring with all the cancellations, this and that, but uh, we flattened the curve pretty darn good here in the Atlantic bubble, and we are rewarded with some pro stock racing as we can see the drivers coming across here. Jessica Somerville taking some uh, Snapchats, Instagram video, whatever, on the front stretch Snap, there. Snapgrams, Instabooks, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Jessica does a great job with our social media platforms. and Watching these cars roll by, this is a 250-lap race. This is an endurance race for these cars. Some of these drivers just went through it last week at Speedway 660. Yep. Pit strategy going to be key when it comes to that 125-lap break. And one thing, too, you may notice, there are no... Pit stalls in here. No, they are going to pit in the backfield. Uh, each of those stalls back there separated by six feet. So everybody's within their own yep. pit bubble per se. Field is doubling up. And Dylan, as we said before, we are going to do the missing man formation on this feature as well in memory of Marty McRae and Ralph Vokey, two of our longtime officials that uh, we lost over the last couple of weeks. It's been tough, but it's... Uh, it's great to see them being honored today. So next time by, we are going to do the missing man formation, Dylan. And Donald Chisholm going to leave the pole position open. Ashton Tucker going to pull up on the outside in memory of Ralph Vokey and Marty McRae. It's... Uh, it's been a, uh, a hard couple of weeks for us here, but we honor Ralph and Marty with the missing man formation. And as I said earlier, I'm sure they're up there with, with Alan Curry and getting ready to see a show. And this beautiful field of 15 cars goes down the back straightaway. And ladies and gentlemen, this time by, we want you on your feet. This is the Jim Hallahan 250. As they come through three and four, let's give these drivers a wave off and get them ready for 250 green flag laps of competition. As they come through three and four, come on, everybody on your feet. We've waited 12 months for this, folks. Everybody on your feet, get to waving. They will wave back at you, saluting you for coming out and supporting them in the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Centers for the Parts for Trucks Pro Stock Tour. 
goodness gracious, it's great to see a big crowd waving at these pro stock drivers again. It's been too darn long to have you all here, and we're so thankful you are here this afternoon supporting local track racing. Thank you again to everyone listening online. Wish you could be here as well, but Tim, pace lights are going to be turning off that car in just a moment. We're getting some cool action shots as well there from the pace car. Yeah, Mike McCarthy's final race with us as well, so... Lots of firsts, lots of uh, other things going on here. I want to thank Scott and, and Ken for letting us do the Missing Man formation in both of those features today. Uh, first tour race back. It's uh, We're going to miss Ralph and Marty, but uh, we're getting ready to see a show. The uh, flagman, Rob Bonus, has to roll that green flag in hand. 250 green flag laps of competition set to come at you from Scotia Speed World. Glad you could be with us. If you're listening on timscorner.ca or if you're here in the grandstand, welcome back to Pro Stock Racing. The pace car is in. Donald Chisholm, Ashton Tucker, 12 months was a long wait. We're green in the 250. Down the back straightaway into corners number three and four. Ashton Tucker gets a little encouragement from Jonathan Hicken on the outside. Donald Chisholm leads lap number one as they dive it down into corners number one and two. The five to the outside of the two. Jonathan Hicken trying to make it work on the upside. 15 cars making the start today for the Jim Hallahan 250 and they are all bunched up after first place. Leader right now on lap number three is Donald Chisholm in that 89 car. Jonathan Hicken getting in front of the number two, and here comes the hugger. 33 cards, Jared Butcher driving his tribute to Jim Hallahan. This is what it's all about this afternoon, paying tribute to that man. And speaking of another man, we just had the 36 Gary Elliott pull off the track here on lap number three. Problems for the 36 Quaker State Chevy. Uh, he had a heck of a time at 660. It looks like those problems are still lingering. Top three single file now, and it's to the inside line. Nicholas Noggle trying to make the move on the outside. It seems like most of those moves have been made to the outside line. Dylan, the 08 to Nicholas Noggle now passes Ashton Tucker. Tucker back to position number five, the 99 of Craig Swanway to the outside of Matt Vaughn in the zero car. Side by side for sixth place as they work down the back straightaway, lap number six. Matt Vaughn's first time in a pro stock, I'm sure, at Scotia Speedwell. May have got some tests, but uh, first time on track with multiple cars. You're going to have some two-wide racing, and that zero Dexter construction cars on the inside. Three wide. Oh, a spin. Haken gets tapped by the hugger, Jared Butcher, after Nicholas Noggle made it three wide. Caution out at Scotia Speedworld. Six laps completed. The five car of Jonathan Hicken around at a turn number two off the bumper of the hugger. Nothing like a little excitement, three wide for second. Woo! What's my heart rate at? I got my Fitbit on right here. Let's uh, let's check it. Uh, 90, that's a little high, so... It's it, getting there. It jumped up a little bit. And now Jonathan, we, we talked about him and Ashton going back and forth this season as being two of the dominant race cars in the province of New Brunswick, and Ashton fell back early, and now you have Jonathan going to the back of the field. This is going to be exciting here. Yeah, just uh, just watching. Hopefully, uh, didn't spin the tires too much in that number five. Although, there will be a halfway break at lap 125, a 250 lap race here at Scotia Speed World. So they will have the time to work on their cars and, and figure out the issues. So, still a long ways to go. First caution out here at Scotia Speed World on lap number five of the Jim Hallahan 250, brought to you by Nova Truck Center and Lucas Oil. 
We'll direct your attention to the flag stand area. The Shriners are about to make their 50-50 draw. So another pocket full of cash being delivered out. And I just confirmed with Ann Butcher, usually these laps are $25 a lap. They're $50 a lap this year. Wow, that's good. So, They'll complete lap six when they come back across the stripe. So Donald Chisholm, realistically, has already pocketed $300 in that Celtic Ford number 89. Cole Butcher has made his way up two positions or three positions. He's going to pass his brother, who's on the bando track, going to the back of the field after contact with the five. As the Shriners make the 50-50 draw. He's, he's rolling his sleeves back, you just saw. <laughs> and we'll have that number to you as soon as we have it from downstairs at the flag stand. Want to say hello to Craig Ward, the thrillmaker. Last season's hey. Rookie of the Year on the tour is listening in. Wishes he could be here. He said this race drag is a real thrillmaker. Wish, wish you guys were here, Craig and Shelly and, and the whole crew, as the 50-50 draw is made, and it looks like we have a canteen order going out, yeah. too. Look at just, that. Just going to mention, for anyone here at Scotia Speed World, our lovely staff here delivering some food, so it's a text system. Is that Tegan Dempsey getting his food? Looks like it. Yeah, there you go. I uh, want to say hey, want to say hey to Stefan Somerset. He actually texted me, "Hey, what's the number so I can order some food here?" <laughs> so Stefan's here with the family. A uh, pretty cool uh, driver, the number one uh, shadow car, yes. uh, not Sonic. Although his boy's getting in the Sonic Bandolero, I saw so pretty neat. And we're getting ready to go back to green flag competition. Six laps completed this time. Mark Wilson pulls the pace car in. Chisholm and Nicholas Noggle to the outside. The 08 car has come to the front. Green flag back out. We'll see if the 08 car has anything for the leader has been consistent in practice all week long. And the 08 car pokes the nose of the Camry up front. Well, he was making the charge around Jonathan Hicken and the 33 car on the outside lane. If you're here at Scotia Speed World, uh, you know what's in the turns. But if you're not, they added a traction compound in the middle of one and two and three and four, which is making that outside groove work really well. You, traditionally, you want that inside lane, but Nick Noggle in the 08's doing some good work around Donald Chisholm, hasn't able to grab that lead quite yet, but now he falls back in line right behind the number 89 Celtic Ford car. 99 to Craig Slonwhite right at home on that outside line. Hops up to the outside, looked at Nicholas Noggle, now in position number three, Ashton Tucker, poking the nose underneath in the presidential ventilation number 99, the zero car. Matt Vaughn almost had a moment battling with Kent Vincent. Vincent to fifth, and here comes Lonnie Somerville. Yeah, Lonnie Somerville in that rowdy manufacturing number 23 Pubs Bottle Exchange car. Yeah, that's going to be some quick once he eventually gets all the kinks out of her. Brand new car to him. Ken Vincent, man on the move, coming from Prince Edward Island, one of two Islanders racing this afternoon. He's all the way up to fifth here. Ashton Tucker in fourth. 250 champion last week, and again, it's another 250 here at Scotia Speed World. The Jim Hallahan 250, lap 11 with Donald Chisholm in front of Nicholas Noggle, Craig Slomwhite, and Ashton Tucker with Ken Vincent rounding out your top five. Early in this race. Pace yourself a it's little early. bit. It's early. You can't burn up your stuff early in this race. Obviously, you'll have that halfway break to throw something at the race car, but you really don't want to let it go this early. Top two are broken away by about three lengths or so. And Nicholas Noggles flirting with that outside line, Dylan, trying to get up there. But I think he's realizing there's really no grip on that inside or the entry to the corner. Donald Chisholm in that 89 still holds that lead. To finish first, you must finish him. We got to spin Hicken and Pierce make contact in turn four. Looked and like maybe Sean made and maybe slammed in the side of Hicken. That's the second time now Hicken's been involved in a caution. 14 laps in, go back one complete lap, so 13 laps completed. And Jonathan Hicken, Sean Pierce. Looks like they'll be at the rear of the running order. 
Jonathan Nickens having his hands full on the early get-go, the Jim Hallahan 250. Tough break, and Sean Pearson, the South Shore here in Nova Scotia, is going to roll in front the Intice Motorsports Wood Brothers style, number 21. Sean's had some hard luck this year, though, up at Petty. He's had a lot of mechanical problems, so he's here on home soil. See if he can get himself a good run here. One car out so far, Gary Elliott in the 36. A shame for the Iron Man. And the 21 of Sean Pierce will head back to Pit Road. Want to say hello to Chris Hughes listening in from Brackley Beach. He said, our hearts at Scotia Speed World, our hearts with Jim Hallahan, but we're underneath a wrecked race car after Speedway 660 yeah, the, last the, week. The so. money's underneath the race car, too, trying to fix that up probably. Yeah, so want to say hello to Chris and the gang uh, over in Brackley Beach, getting that car prepared and ready for their next race. Uh, want to say hello to Greg Dow. Greg Dow's listening in as well as he uh, – he prepares. We talked about Sydney Speedway a little bit earlier on. We'll be up there in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, the 22 Bando had a pretty good run last night here. It did. And guess who's going to be at Petty next week? Our good buddy Carl Tracy from The Rock. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's listening live this afternoon. So uh, he's taking advantage of the Atlantic Bubble. Going to check out the Mike Stevens race. I know they race next week, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Is he bringing Phil Fowler with him? Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine? <laughs> could you imagine Phil Fowler racing at Petty next week? Can we find him a vintage car to get in? That'd be pretty neat. If anyone's listening from the Hot Rod Classics, get Phil Fowler by into one of those cars. He, he's not to that age yet. He's getting to the vintage age. I'm not talking about the car. I'm talking <laughs> about Phil. Here comes the 21 car back to the racetrack. Sean Pierce going to rejoin at the rear of the field. Field is doubled up. We started with uh, 15 starters. We're down to 14. Gary Elliott, as you mentioned, Dylan, in the pit area. The 89 of Donald Chisholm is your leader. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle in second. Third is the 99 of Craig Slonwhite. Fourth is the 2 of Ashton Tucker. And the 8 car, Kent Vincent, completes your top five. Somerville, Vaughn, Farrell, Cole Butcher, and the 44 of Russell Smith Jr. complete your top 10. Lights out atop the pace car. And again, Cole Butcher took that pole challenge, so uh, he's still in front of his brother in the 33. And if you are thrown off saying, who's in the 33 car? Jared Butcher driving the hugger today. That was the first car that Jim Hallahan drove here in Nova Scotia. Green flag back out, and Nicholas Noggle, speaking of Nova Scotia, whoa, Ryan Van Orskot took it high, wide, and handsome in turn one and spins out of the top of turn one and two. Not sure if the Ryan McGilvery ace in the hole 80 is going to be able to fire back up. He does, but the caution comes out anyways. So the yellow flag will fly. Nicholas Noggle was about to take the lead from the 89 of Donald Chisholm. We'll go back to the last completed lap. We didn't, obviously didn't get a full lap in there, so Donald Chisholm will reassume the lead. If you're just joining us on timscorner.ca listening in or you're just here at the racetrack, maybe haven't heard the story yet, Ryan Van Orscott has a very unique hauler that came to the racetrack today. Not, not the trailer, the 25 trailer. It's, it's the 25 trailer. It runs a sportsman car in, but the, uh, the truck is different. You, you could say it was uh, a crappy ride here to Scotia Speed World. I kind of joked with Ryan last year when they showed up, they had an open trailer with that 80 car and they had a, a half ton or whatever pulling the, pulling the rig and uh, they had some gear oil spill out of the back of that thing and obviously went all over the race car being an open trailer. I said, well, at least if this trailer, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Just going to leave it as it is. But uh, great to see Ryan Van Orscott. Tom Simmons here with the ace in the hole. Special hill restart. Scratch on the field. We're already doubled up, getting ready to go back to green. The, uh, Jason and, and Ashley and Scott doing a great job getting these cars lined up in a quick fashion. Ryan Van Orscott, most hated man of Cape Breton. 
Absolutely he that, is. That, that's a title he gained at Sydney Speedway, moving out Ronnie McKay out of the way. But uh, I can't wait for Thanksgiving Day weekend. Oh, geez. Well, I'm <laughs> sure uh, a little tease about the Riverside deal. Most likely going to be the Sportsman cars. Uh, still working all the kinks of that. But most likely the Napa Sportsman Series going to be at Riverside Speedway in two weeks' time. So that means Ryan's going to be back behind his number 25 car. Maybe pulling double duty. Who who knows? He could be doing that. But lap number 13 of the Jim Hallahan 250. Donald Chisholm's led every lap so far. Green flag back in the air at Scotia Speed World. Keep an eye on Nicholas Noggle, though, on the outside of this restart. He was quick on the last go, but... We had that 80 car spin at the back of the field. The 08 to Nicholas Noggle on the outside of Donald Chisholm. Drives it through three and four on the outside. New leader, Nicholas Noggle. Let's see if he can clear the 89. He's still liking an outside lane. Donald charges up a little bit again. The 89 loses it. And now the 08 car, Nicholas Noggle in P1. Nicholas Noggle to the top of the board. Donald Chisholm back to second. Craig Slon, White Ashton, Tucker Kent Vincent. Your top five. First side-by-side -side battle is at Lonnie Somerville and Waylon Farrell. Somerville takes position number six. The 48 of Farrell, Matt Vaughn now side-by-side -side at seventh. Pole challenge taker Cole Butcher is well deep in the field. He's in front of his brother behind the rookie here on the Pro Stock Tour. Matt Vaughn in the zero car. So they're all a little stacked up too wide from Lonnie Somerville and Kent Vincent Onward, that's fifth back. In fourth, it's still Ashton Tucker. Little bit of a gap between himself and the eight car of Kent Vincent side by side with the 23. In front, it's Nicholas Noggle taking the lead from Donald Chisholm about two laps ago. Craig Slomwhite's in third. And man, I just keep my eyes on that slew of cars all next to each other, fifth on back. There's about 10 cars under a blanket right now. The eight car, Ken Vincent, going to take advantage and go to position number five. Waylon Farrell creeping up on the outside in the 48 car. Lonnie Somerville leads that inside line. It's almost like a Daytona or a Talladega when you look at Cup Series action. Which line is going to move Somerville up the hill? Almost three wide. Matt Vaughn thought about the inside. Geez, three wide doesn't work too well in these pro stock cars at Scotia Speed World, but... Matt Vaughn settles in behind the 23 car and Newfoundland zone, Waylon Farrell in the 48. So representation from all provinces in the Atlantic bubble. And oh, Donald Chisholm dives in turn three, knocks the 08 out of the way, and he'll grab the lead and lead lap number 21. Little bit of a dive there from the 89 car, Tim. The 08 car left the hole open on the inside through turn number two that last time by just enough for Donald to get on the inside and poke that nose there. And Donald Chisholm's going for the lead now. He's grabbing it, but Nick Noggle not giving up on that 0-8 Toyota Camry. Craig Slomwhite in the catbird seat watching with Ashton Tucker patiently behind the 99 car. Back to single file racing in turn three and four. Donald Chisholm, 89, his first race of 2020. In front, Nicholas Noggle won a race in 2020 down in Florida. Yeah, it's been a long time since the World Series of Asphalt at New Smyrna Speedway, and He's still looking for that first win at home in a pro stock race car in the tire tracks of the Celtic Ford, number 89 of Donald Chisholm. And here comes Ashton Tucker. Tucker begins to come to life to the back bumper of the 99 of Slon White. Side, almost side by side. Had that run at a two. Couldn't get there to the inside of Slon White. Now he's getting it now. Here comes Ashton Tucker for anybody from the Mirror Machine listening here at timscorner.ca. Makes the move underneath the 99 car, and that is for P3. You know, Ashton's a pretty calm, cool, and collected fella. Uh, just getting to know him here in the pits. I'm sure he's going to be very patient with a 250-lap race here on a track he's not too familiar with. Bandoleros and Pro Stocks, completely different ball game. But Ashton Tucker grabs P3. P1, it's still the 89. Donald Chisholm. P2, it's the 08. Nicholas Noggle. 
We'll see what Ashton Tucker has on the long run. They lost a little bit of ground to the 08 to Nicholas Noggle and the 89 to Donald Chisholm in that battle. The 99 to Slonway falls to fourth. And Lonnie Somerville has his hands completely full with the driver from CBS, Waylon Farrell, working the back bumper of the Grand Bay Home Hardware Pubs drive through Bottle Exchange, number 23. Pole challenge driver Cole Butcher again, still well back in the field. He's right behind the 48. Waylon Farrell, as we are single file racing the entire way here at Scotia Speed. We're looking a bit further back. Jonathan Hicken, who has been involved in two cautions so far, started up in front. And he's still back there. Uh, he will have that halfway point to try and work on any issues with that car. But, you know, getting uh, turned around once and then getting slammed into it by the 21, Sean Pierce, probably going to take a little toll on that car. Absolutely it is. And, and we're going to have some green flag racing here. We always see that in the first half of these 250s here at Scotia Speed World. The 53 of Cole Butcher opts to go to the outside of the 48 of Waylon Farrell, Vaughn and Jared Butcher in behind them in lockstep. Lonnie Somerville has pulled away from that battle for position number seven. Somerville just off the board in a position number six. Field's going to come up on Ryan Van Orscott here in a moment to put the 80 car one lap down. Same straightaway as Donald Chisholm, Nicholas Noggle, and Ashton Tucker. I think Tucker's coming a little bit quicker, but he's got a little bit of distance to make up. Yeah, and again, he's got a lot of time to get there. It's not like eastbound and down. So 34 laps in the books of the Jim Hallahan 250. Ryan Van Orscott in the 80 car in front of your leader, so he'll be another car going a lap down. Already lost the 36 car of Gary Elliott. Chisholm makes easy work of the 80 car. Nicholas Noggle going to follow right behind. Chisholm's got about a five-car length lead as we dive down the backstretch. Jared Butcher working the back bumper, the 48 of Waylon Farrell at a corner number two. That is the battle for position number eight at the time. The zero of Matt Vaughn, and here comes Jonathan Hicken. Hicken, after coming from the back of the field, well, twice per se, and now working up into the top ten. He's got Vaughn, he's got Farrell, and Jared Butcher right ahead of him. Nicholas Noggle starting to put the pedal to the metal and creeping up to Donald Chisholm again, so you know that he can make that outside lane work. But he falls back a little bit. But again, early stages here at Scotia Speed World for the Jim Hallahan 250. Beautiful day here in Nova Scotia if you're listening online. A little cooler today. We're, we're kind of, Oh, and Matt Vaughn almost got spun out by Jonathan Hicken here on this cool day on a Saturday in Nova Scotia. Jonathan Hicken, man, liking the color yellow almost. Jonathan battling with the zero car of Matt Vaughn side by side. Sometimes when it's not your day, it's not your day, and right now it's not Jonathan Hicken's day, but he's still coming towards the front of the field well, as they continue to battle. It's not Hicken country. We're not in New Brunswick. This is Nova Scotia here. No, but he's won a couple of big races here before. He has, but he's a little further back after spinning out early on in the Jim Hallahan 250. Another attempt for the lead here from Nicholas Noggle. Big power move on the outside of Donald Chisholm. Side-by-side side with the 89 car, drag racing to the start-finish line. Give that lot to Chisholm still, but they are door-handle to door-handle in turn one and two. And I think in this run, Tim, Nick's going to get it. Easy pass there on the outside. Nicholas Noggle, new P1. Problems with the zero car, Matt Vaughn off of corner number four. S slow a little bit. I don't know if he had any contact or anything whatsoever, Whoa. maybe a little sideways, but the zero car lost a ton of time there. Nicholas Noggle to the top of the board, 42 laps completed in the Jim Hallahan 250. And now we'll see if Ashton Tucker can reel in those top two. Tucker currently in position number three. If we're going with Vegas odds, I would probably say that Ashton Tucker's the on-on favorite coming into today's race. But also a driver like Cole Butcher, who is slowly but surely making his way through the field along with his brother, Jared, in the number 33 car. Both the Butchers are working on the number 23 of Lonnie Somerville. 
you know, if I'm the 53 of Cole Butcher, the 23 of Lonnie Somerville back here, I know I have a halfway break. So stay on the lead lap. Make sure you don't fall in, back into that free pass country. Get there. Try to figure out what your race car has because it's still obviously lots of daylight out here. We're not going to get to the evening time, but it is going to get cooler as we go in this day. So don't have to throw an erratic adjustment at it, but throw something at it to make it a little bit better. The 23 of Somerville, the 53 of Butcher, continuing the battle they had at the Remax 250. Side by side, Butcher to the outside of the pubs, drive through bottle exchange number 23. And to describe the 33 car for anyone listening, uh, it is a bright orange car with reflective decals for the 33, just like the great Jim Hallahan drove. And it's got the number actually near the front of the car with Hugger on the middle part, where traditionally you would have the number. So a little old school here. And it's September. NASCAR does their throwbacks every September. We're doing it here at Scotia Speed World, but honoring a great man, Jim Hallahan. So thankful that he is here today to be our Grand Marshal. He's soaking up all the racing here. Uh, it's great to have him. 91 years strong here today at Scotia Speed World. Yeah, great to have him here enjoying some great racing action, and he's seeing it up in front. Ashton Tucker is closing in on the top two. Noggle has not been able to get away from Donald Chisholm. What a run for Chisholm in three and four. Almost got to the back bumper of the Brightcon Construction Mobile 108, and they are battling side-by-side side ahead of the leaders, Van Orr, Scott, and Pierce, as they work up. Here come the leaders. Yeah, basically teammates for the 21 and the 80. They are going to go single file here. Ryan going to go another lap down as Nicholas Noggle, your leader so far in lap 51 of the Jim Hallahan 250. So a little portion of the way so far. Chisholm falls back a little bit again, but again, we got some lap traffic to work through here with Ashton Tucker right on trail. Three-way dance up in front on lap 52. They work through this lap traffic. It's going to change a little bit when it comes to distance in between these three race cars, about two lengths in between each of them in your top three. Ashton Tucker closing in on Donald Chisholm. Chisholm keeping the 08 in his sights as they put the Entice Motorsports. Number 21 appears one lap down. The next up is the Canog Resources Vernon's Thunderbird Diner, number 44 of Russell Smith Jr. And Matt Vaughn, it seems he was sideways about 10 laps ago and it just seems like something's gone away on that race car. Yeah, working at the Kings as we always mention, but uh, something a little amiss Yellow. on that car and caution on the track. Just trying to see where the caution came out and why. No, we don't. Sorry, we're doing cautions every 40 laps. Oh, okay. They didn't tell us surprises. Oh. We are doing the 40 lap caution deal. So we go 40 consecutive green flag laps, and if there's no caution, we're bringing a caution out. Okay. Surprise. We didn't know that either. <laughs> Well, we're all learning stuff here. So, again, fans, if you're wondering, hey, what, what gives? Is there a debris on the track? Uh, no. 40-lap run, they'll throw a, a competition caution, we'll call yep. it there, to bunch the field up. Because some of these drivers, again, we did have a little bit of practice, but uh, it's still uh, not a whole lot of seat time for some of these guys here. So that's going to tighten up the field. Sean Pierce should receive the free pass on this caution flag. And an opportunity for some of those drivers, maybe at the back of the field, that want to get their adjustments made to come down pit road and do so. It looks like the 80 car is going to go down to the attention of Tom and Anita and the crew. And here comes Lonnie Somerville. Somerville from position number six down onto pit road. A lot of cars down pit road. Yeah, we're missing a few cars on the racetrack. Your top five are still on the racetrack. Everybody else, I believe, has decided to peel off, except for maybe the 33 of Jared Butcher. Yeah, he's staying on the hugger. Want to welcome everybody in that's tuned in on 
timscorner.ca. Hit that share button. Let your friends know that you're listening to the Jim Hallahan 250-53 laps in to this event. I see uh, Tony and the sign crew still tuned in. Want to say hello to them. And I uh, wish they were here here last night. Left us uh, a couple of Twizzlers. There's some Tootsie Rolls left. Yeah. yeah sour Straps. Tara Foster brought me uh, cheese and crackers. Yeah, that kind of nice. a little, uh, little plate there. So, uh she made some good sandwiches today, too. Excellent. All they yeah. need is raised mustard. That's the only thing they needed. Yeah, yeah, that's what you were saying. I hear that's all the buzz and everything. So, Tim's. it sounds like we're going to be maybe doing a tire draw here uh, shortly. That's for the Atlantic Oliver tire draw. Chance to win two sets here for the teams. One set apiece as we got some more cars coming on track. Wayland Farrell in the 48. Set to rejoin the field. Jonathan Hicken at number five. Something not working quite well in that number five car for any Jonathan Hicken fans listening here. Uh, involved in two cautions early on. Still waiting for Hi. the... Hi. <laughs> hey. We are going to do the Atlantic Oliver tire, tire draw at halfway. Okay. There is, there is still a halfway break. So every 40 laps, competition caution, halfway break at 125. Awesome stuff. Are we gonna are we gonna play charades again during it? If you want to play charades with Ann Butcher, all the power to you. Okay. I already lost. <laughs> Field is doubling up behind Mark Wilson in the pace car. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle, the 89 of Donald Chisholm, your two leaders of this race have gone back and forth. Ashton Tucker looked good on that longer run as they were getting up the lap traffic. Caution flag flies, has to reset. Craig Slomway, Kent Vincent, top five. Still, I believe, waiting on maybe... Cole Butcher. Yeah, one more car in the pits. There's the 53, rolling back to the racetrack. Rob Bonus in the flag stand, showing off his legs Saturday afternoon, eh? It gives me a weird look. The, the tan is doing better. After a couple of Friday nights here at the Speed World, the tan is looking a little bit better on those white legs. <laughs> I, could, I can take my sunglasses off now. There's no glare. But Cole Butcher kind of does, uh, is doing what he was doing earlier. He's dropped to the back of the field, taking the pole challenge, still got a chance to win some extra cash, and another car rolling on track. That is Ryan Van Orscott in the 80. And here comes the field. Pace car in. Green flag is out. Noggle a little sideways on the start. Ashton Tucker in behind, and Donald Chisholm keeping lockstep, but here comes the two-car. Ashton Tucker to the inside as they sprint down the back straightaway. This may have been the exact restart Ashton Tucker wanted to get. He's going to go on the inside of Nicholas Noggle. Noggle will lead that lap, lap 54, using an outside lane. And how about Kent Vincent working his way to third, door handle to door handle with Donald Chisholm in the 89, Nicholas Noggle will slide in front of the number two car, Ashton Tucker, and Noggle takes the lead at Scotia Speed World. And here comes Kent Vincent, Trevor Lambs up on the chip. I can tell you that much. To the inside, he goes on Donald Chisholm, the eight car, looking for position number three. He's bringing Jarrett Butcher along with him. Oh, a little sideways for Kent Vincent. He had a lot of momentum going in the turn. Loses it just a little bit, but... Kent did not have a record year last year. Uh, a lot of struggles with uh, Betty White. That was the nickname of that car. So he's got his original car all fired up here underneath the 99 car of Craig Slom White. Trying to get around here, get some single file racing. It's single file for the top three. Nicholas Noggle, Ashton Tucker, and Donald Chisholm. But Kent Vincent side by side with Craig Slom White battling for fourth. 
And even in the back of the field, you got some really quick race cars. Lonnie Somerville side-by-side -side with Matt Vaughn. Side-by-side -side is, or was, Jonathan Hicken and Cole Butcher. They get back to single-file formation. But that's just around 10th place or so. There's still lots of cars to work around. Top by single file. Jared Butcher takes a look to the outside of Kent Vincent. And then a mess in behind Russie and the rest of the crew. Yeah, Kent Vincent now gets away from the 99 because the 99 got away from Kent Vincent. Craig Slomwhite goes into fourth now. It's the eight battling with the 33, Jared Butcher. Jared still looking for his first pro stock win. And how cool would it be? Getting that win tonight at the Jim Hallahan 250 in the car, honoring the man himself. Still plenty of laps to go here in Lots this race. Lots of time. So. Still plenty of laps to work, and there might be, I believe, one more of those competition cautions. Sean Pierce in the five of Jonathan Hicken. Three wide at the back of the field. Pierce in the middle of Butcher and Vaughn as they go down the back. That was close. Yeah, Vaughn's going to be the one to give up there and say, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to back out a little bit while I figure out this zero car. As we start to kind of settle into another run here. So, again, that, that's going to be an interesting mix here. 40 laps apiece for these cautions. Uh, for stretches, of course, it's not designated at lap 40, lap 80, and onward. In front, it's still Nicholas Noggle, the hometown boy. But a uh, come-from-away driver, the two, Ashton Tucker, putting a lot of pressure on the 08 car. Again, it's Ashton's first time racing here at Scotia Speed World in a pro stock. Got a couple of races under his belt in the Bandolero, but... Here he comes, the number two, putting up a good fight. We may be getting a new P1 here, Tim. Working through three and four, new leader, Ashton Tucker, going to lead the Jim Hallahan 250. You know, he would technically get two 250s in one week's time if he's able to pull it off since the Remax 250 happened last Sunday. So in a span of seven days, he could potentially win two 250s. That's a pretty rare feat. Two 250s in six days. Yeah, that's rare. That doesn't happen too often. Collected nearly $21,000 last week and now collecting 50 bucks a lap here. He'll lead lap number 68. And Jared Butcher on the back bumper of Donald Chisholm. The youngsters coming to the front of the field. Tucker, Noggle, and Jared Butcher looking over Donald Chisholm at third. Craig Slomlight in fifth, Kent Vinson sixth, Lonnie Somerville seventh, Russell Smith Jr. eighth, and here come two of the fast favorites who are not having themselves a great day per se, Jonathan Hicken and Cole Butcher rounding out nearly the top ten. Oh, Donald Chisholm slides up the track and that opens the door for the hugger. 33 car, Jared Butcher. Oh, a little bit of a contact. Oh, he hits the 89. 33 spins out Donald Chisholm in turn one and two. You could see Jarrett going down the front straightaway, just stick handling that, that car back and forth, sawing on the wheel, tried to keep it off the 89 car, but could not do so. Donald Chisholm goes around. And that's going to kill any momentum that Jarrett had because he also went to the back earlier. And for the second time tonight, the hugger is going to the back of the field. Russell Smith Jr. to pit road. We are 69 laps in to this Jim Hallahan 250, so just shy... Or just over halfway to halfway mm -hmm. in this race. Just about. With Mr. Ashton Tucker leading, taking the lead up. About three laps before this caution came out. 0-8 Nicholas Noggle in second. Craig Slomwhite third. With the 90, or pardon me, with the 33 going to the back after bringing out that caution with Donald Chisholm. That moves up Kent Vincent to fourth. And Lonnie Somerville in the 23 moving up to P5. Jonathan Hicken to 6th, 7th is Cole Butcher, 8th Waylon Farrell, Matt Vaughn in ninth. 
I believe Jarrett Butcher will be scored in 10th because I believe Ryan Van Horscott is two laps down. Yeah, I think so. So a couple of drivers decided to come down pit road under this yellow flag to get service to their race cars. The next 40 lap caution would be 110. Yeah, about that. Yep. We're doing math here. I can see the Nova construction crew helping out Donald Chisholm in the back trying to Maybe look at, see if there's any damage from the contact with the 33. 33 stayed on track, so it must not be a whole lot on Jared Butcher's number 33 car. Well, when you look at the, the strategy there, because Donald Chisholm had to go to the back, you may as well come in and take a look at the race car, make sure it's all good to go before you send it back out again. A little crinkle to the front of the 33 car, but I think Jared had that there from earlier in the race, so I think we're fine on that side too. Twice now, the 33 has bumped another car. Obviously not intentional. You're just going for positions there. But it was up in front earlier on lap number five. Donald Chisholm, the car that was spun out by the 33, is going to rejoin the field at the back. And you look at the 89 car. The 89 car last night driven by Emily Chisholm had one heck of a run here. Yeah. Uh, slideways, side-by-side, side, finished position number four in the outlaw division. So it was great to see her out here, and I told Donald, I said, that, that show last night, you got a bar to meet. Led a bunch of laps earlier today, yeah. but wants to lead that most important lap at lap 250. And also 125 with the halfway challenge coming up here, too, from Dartmouth Medals. Two grand to Everson P1 at lap 125. Want to say hello to Greg McKay. He is in the garage putting in a motor, cheering on Nicholas Noggle from, from afar. So welcome into the show, Greg. Gret, glad to have you along for the ride. And Nicholas Noggle right now sitting on the outside, P2, with Ashton Tucker, your leader. It's lap 69, one to go. The signal from Rob Bonus in the flag stand, the flag man for the Parts Trucks Pro Stock Tour, and also here at Scotia Speed World, showing off those... Nice legs. ZZ Top plays now. Down the back straightaway, the pace car will peel in. And the lead in command of the youngster from Littleton, Ashton Tucker, sees the green flag. We're back underway in Halifax. Now let's see how the two can handle a restart. It looked like earlier that Nicholas Noggle was better on the short runs, especially on these restarts. And Nicholas Noggle back at home at the top of the track. Fending off the number two, and Nicholas Noggle will lead that lap. So lap seven, he goes to the zero-way Brycon Construction Toyota Camry, and he's going to grab the lead from the number two car. Nicholas Noggle back in front. Kent Vincent in third, but here comes Jonathan Hicken. He's had a heck of a time on the early get-go with the Jim Hallahan 250. He's creeping in the top five. Nicholas Noggle takes the lead down the back. Straightaway Ashton Tucker will fall into line in position number two. The 99 of Slon White in third. Tucker continues to fight back on the inside. The eight car, Ken Vincent, four-wheel drift at a corner number four. Opens the door for Lonnie Somerville. And the door almost slammed up in front now as the 08 to Nicholas Noggle sprints out to the lead. The two of Ashton Tucker fights back on the inside. Oh, Ken Vincent sideways, slideways out of turn four. He's able to hang on to it. Oh, he almost cuts the bumper off the five. Two Islanders going for the same real estate. And if I know anything about PEI, there's not a whole lot of real estate left to be given. Oh, Ken Vincent, he may have a tire going down. He's got his hands full. Yeah, it looks like the right rear tire, something wrong on that number eight, it looks like maybe. Yeah, coming out of turn number four the last couple of times, just slideways. That car not gripping, not not getting any grip off of corner number four. We'll keep an eye on it this time by as Lonnie Somerville's found his way to fourth. 
rear end issue maybe in the 08 or the 8 car? I, I'm, I'm trying to look at his left left side tire in the rear. It looks it, like it's maybe junted out a little bit more. It looks like the rear end is at a place in the 8 car. Yeah. I'm not a mechanic. I'm far from it. but it, That's why I thought initially it may have been going down. It looked like it was maybe kind of bulging a little bit, but... Uh, Huge problems there for the number eight car. Ken Vincent, he was up to third at one point on this restart. He has drifted back now to about seventh position. Donald Chisholm coming back to the front of the field to the inside of Waylon Farrell, the 44 of Russell Smith Jr. there as well. That's a battle for about position number nine. Up in front, Nicholas Noggle continuing to run that outside line. The two of Ashton Tucker to the inside, being chased by Craig Slomwhite and being chased by Lonnie Somerville. 79 laps completed. Now, Nicholas Noggle, he's opening up a huge door for the number two, but he gets such a good run on the exit of turn two and turn four. Ashton Tucker wiggles his nose. He's side by side with Nicholas Noggle. Noggle may have to change up his game here. He's in the top middle part, I should say. Of, turn, of the turns here at Scotia Speed World, which has a little bit of grip added this weekend for the pro stock drivers. Seems to be working as he keeps it in front, and that's important here on lap 81. These two are having a great battle on the inside and the entrance of the corner. The two of Ashton Tucker is able to pull all but even with the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. Noggle gets that run off the corner and is able to rim ride around this racetrack. Craig Slonwhite is there to the back bumper. The two of Ashton Tucker, the 23 of Lonnie Somerville, and here comes the five of Jonathan Hicken battling for the lead. The 08 car continues to lead on that outside line, but Ashton Tucker chipping away on the inside, 83 complete. He's chipping, he's trying, but again, you don't want to use up all your race car as we're on a little bit of a run here again. Just a reminder, we only learned a little bit ago too. Uh, every 40 consecutive laps, there will be a competition caution to bunch the field up again here. Ashton Tucker side by side with the 08 car, Nicholas Noggle. That lap, uh, you may have been giving it to the number two car because he had a little bit of a bumper in front. Watch him again here at Scotia Speed World and down in the wire. That lap will go again to the 0-8, but Nicholas Noggle on the outside has found something. Persistent is the two car of Ashton Tucker to the inside of the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. They get single file. That's the first time Nicholas Noggle's been to the inside in a couple laps. Went the inside through three and four. Sold possession of the lead. Maybe it's coming to life. Maybe, or, or maybe he's feeling the threat from the number two, especially on the exit of four, because now he's completely changed it up. Oh, Tucker almost tucked him in the back there, but Ashton did hit the brakes. I think he realized, oh, he's coming down a little quicker than I thought, but Nick likes the top part of turn one and two, but he's going low in three and four now. Not to look out back, but Jared Butcher just passed his brother Cole in the hugger to the outside. Goes to 33, pick up one more spot, moving to position number six, Jared Butcher around Cole Butcher at P6. And Lonnie Somerville begins to go on the hunt. Two former 250 champions here at the Speed World going for third. Somerville, Sloan White side by side. Jonathan Hicken, five, represents his position on the track. Fifth right now for the Islander driver. Had a heck of a hand earlier. Uh, man, spun in on lap five, involved in another incident with the 21, Sean Pierce. But in fifth for now, and there is still plenty of time to get in front here at the Jim Hallahan 250, brought to you by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. I want to thank them again for supporting local racing here in Nova Scotia. Ryan Van Orscott, one of the Nova Scotian drivers, told to move out of the way from Rob Problems Bonus. Problems for Slonwhite. Slonwhite off the pace at a corner number four, and he just lost a ton of spots. Yeah. Oh, still off the base. He's, down he's the real back. slow. This, this may bring on a caution here. He is real slow pulling to the bottom of the track. 
Vicky's trying to find a way to get out of there. Heartbreak for Craig Slonwaite in the 99 after running in the top three. The 99 is going to bring the caution out. Yellow flag will fly on lot number 92. Dig out your Shriners 50-50 tickets. 50-50, $1,197. Your winning number is 03514. 03514. Do we have a winner right here? Pod number four? 03514, if you have that winning ticket, which it looks like somebody does here in pod number four, please see... The Torsec representative at the top of your pod, and we will make sure that we get you united with your money. And we want to thank the Dartmouth and District Shrine Club and thank everybody for supporting the Dartmouth and District Shrine Club and all the work that they do throughout the region. So 03514, I believe we have a winner by the looks of it. I can't see the smile through the mask, but... <laughs> Yeah, well, you'll, you'll see him cheering here in a moment. Heartbreak for Craig Slonwhite. Uh, ran up in front last week in Fredericton. Started on the outside of the front row at the REMAX 250. Was running well within the top three and problems here. So a couple of laps will pace over here. I, I see Darren down here from Fleet Break Atlantic. Want to say hello to them. A great uh, supporter of stock car racing throughout Atlantic Canada. Sponsor on the 44. And... Longtime sponsor here at Scotia Speed World, so I want to say hello to Darren and the folks here and say hello to them. Great to see familiar faces back here at this racetrack. Been a long time since I've seen your lovely face. I don't know if that's a song or whatever, probably, but uh, it's, it's great either way. You work at a radio station. Shouldn't you know if that's a song or not? <sighs> no, I work in country radio. It's all about trucks, drinking beer, and going down a dirt road. I kind of covered all the bases there. That's like 95% of the songs. Yep. There's a couple that aren't. Yeah. So 91 laps completed. So the next caution, we'll see if it's not organic, will be at the halfway point of this one. Ladies love this. <laughs> so just about there there, Tim. 44, Russell Smith Jr. coming back on track. Kent Vincent also coming back on track. And Kent had some problems on that little stretch there, falling from third nearly all the way to the back of this field. Not a deep field today. Started with 15 cars. We've already lost the 36 Gary Elliott. So 14 cars still on track, but no slouches up in front. Your lineup as we go to another restart, the 08 Nicholas Nongle. He's the leader. Two, Ashton Tucker in second. Third, Lonnie Somerville in the 23. Fourth, it's the number five of Jonathan Hicken. In fifth, the Hugger car, 33. Jared Butcher, his brother Cole on his outside in sixth. Donald Chisholm, 7th. Waylon Farrell, 8th. Sean Pierce, Ryan Van Orscott, 44. Russell Smith Jr., 8. Ken Vincent, and the 0, Matt Vaughn at the back of the field. Pace car is in. 92 completed here. Ashton Tucker from the outside trying to get the jump. Nicholas Noggle dead even at the stripe. Down into corner number 1. 
The 0-8 to the inside, Nicholas Noggle has the lead, but Ashton Tucker sprinting out by a fender to that top spot, the White Lightning Auto Center, number two, and a corner number four, going to lead lap number 93. And again, Tim, we are charging towards the money. It's all about the money because we've got a halfway challenge coming up from Darwin Meadows. Noggle loose, and he saves it. A little bit of assistance, I think, from the save from the five, Jonathan Hicken, and here comes Hicken. Oh, he has to hammer the brakes. Almost cut off by the 0-8 car. They would have stuffed it in the wall and the caution flag will fly zero uh, 80 car ryan van orscott turn around the opposite way going towards turn three okay everybody collectively can catch our breath what's your heart <laughs> rate at there folks i'm still at 90 91 92 that was close he mentioned jonathan hicken might have had an eight in that save the 23 of lonnie somerville had to get on the binders as well These are the best in the business. This is the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour. This is, and I, I don't know if one of the cars behind the 08 got a really good run and maybe nudged him a bit and uh, kind of caught the 08 off guard, but what a save by Nicholas Noggle. That car should have been going towards the grass. We mentioned earlier Nicholas Noggle, a winner at the World's, World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing at New Smyrna Speedway this season all the way back in February. Still looking for that major breakthrough win here. He's had some really good runs just trying to close the deal. And they say the wins come easier once that first one comes. But after you got to get that first one first to break the ice in order to get those other ones. Well, I can tell you that Nova Scotia certainly ain't gay to country. <laughs> I got that. Doubling up here at Scotia Speed World, lap 93 of the Jim Hallahan 250. So a charge towards the halfway challenge. Two grand, 2K from Dartmouth Medals up for grabs. Speaking of money, the pole challenge driver, Cole Butcher, in sixth right now, Tim. Yeah, Cole Butcher's been back and forth. His brother made a move here a few laps ago onto that green flag run to make that fifth place spot. Let's see what he has here for these top four. Ashton Tucker is your leader. Nicholas Noggle to the outside on the 0-8. The five, a Jonathan Hicken in third. Lonnie Summerville in position number four. And a Jared Butcher. Problems for Ryan Van Orscott. He's down to the apron in turn number two. We're going to go green at a corner number four. Is the 80 car on fire? 80 car may be on fire. Ryan Van Orscott's hopping out of it. Ricky Bobby style. We're still under green, though. The 0-8 to Nicholas Noggle to the outside of Ashton Tucker. Give it to Nicholas Noggle that time by a fender. Tucker fights back on that inside. The 5 of Hicken side by side with the 23 of Summerville. New leader, Nicholas Noggle. But for how long? He slams the door right in front of Ashton Tucker. Lap 96 now here at Scotia Speed World. And again, the 0-8 car likes taking the middle lane here, sliding up just a little bit. Jonathan Hicken in fourth charge and a big battle now with the Butchers right behind the five and the 23. Ashton Tucker settles in second right behind, but the Pubs Bottle Exchange Camry 23. Lonnie Somerville breaks away from the five in the 53 car. Lonnie Somerville looking to the outside of the two of Ashton Tucker. The two drivers from the province of New Brunswick working up in second and third. Jonathan Hicken has company in the 53 of Cole Busher. Ryan Van Orskot is trying to push his car to the infield all by himself. I don't know how good that's working, though. What a trooper. It's a shame for him in the ace in the hole. Number 80 is day is done. But he's got the best seat in the house to watch this great battle up front as we charge towards the halfway point. Coming up to 25 to go until the competition caution for the intermission here at the Jim Hallahan 250. 100 laps completed. 
in the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Centers. Noggle has gone back to the outside. Ashton Tucker hunts the inside. Lonnie Somerville works the outside in the 23 car to position number three. Jonathan Hicken fights back to the inside, side by side between two veterans for position number three. And give P3 momentarily to Somerville, kind of trying the Nicholas Noggle route of going up in the middle in one and two, but yeah, he's going to keep it in the middle with Jonathan Hicken following on the bottom part. Still side by side up in front. That's the battle for third. The Butchers right behind the five and the 23. 53 and 33 today. Jared Butcher driving the orange hugger car, still with Superior Foundations as his sponsor. Nicholas Noggle, Tim, starting to get away from Ashton Tucker for a while. They were kind of one, two. You couldn't get them apart from each other. $50 a lap, but you can't win this race on lap number 104. Noggle will lead it. Battle continues on for third. And the driver that's on the move, how about Donald Chisholm? Chisholm has made his way up to position number seven and working up to that battle in front of him. Lonnie Somerville, what a launch off two. Now he brings it down to the bottom with Cole Butcher now trying the top lane. Going to try and go around Jonathan Hicken on lap 105 of the Jim Hallahan 250. And Ashton Tucker again starting to cast the reel and try and get up to the 08's rear bumper. Closing in as we come towards the halfway point here at Scotia Speed World. Side by side for position number four, and Ashton Tucker begins to get on the hunt again. Looks to the inside that time at a corner number two. Nothing doing there. Noggle dips it down to the inside off three and four. It looks like he's going a little lower in three and four than he is in one and two. He's still stuck to the tack on the outside, allowing Ashton Tucker to the inside. Yeah, and Ashton's racing clean, not trying to rub him out or anything. Keeps within a bumper length. Right in his tire tracks, Ashton Tucker is behind the 08 car. But again, Nicholas Noggle, he's found something in the middle part of one and two and be able to blast off as fast as he can. And we start to single out just a little bit here with a few other cars now trying that outside lane, 23, 53, and the 33 all trying the Nicholas Noggle route. And the zero car, Tim's back on track, but slow at the top. I don't know if he's stopping to avoid the leaders or cautioning out now at Scotia Speed World for the zero car, Matt Vaughn. He rolled back on track, but stopped at the top of turn four. And that will give us a caution at lap 108. And we'll give a little push to the zero car of Sean Turner. Uh I want to say Sean Turbill, it's, it's been the zero car for years. Matt Vaughn in the 08. Want to thank some of our lap sponsors as well. We talked off the top of the show up to lap 50. R&D Performance Center, DMAC Equipment, Steel Lincoln, Velocity Machining and Welding, Hanging On Fisheries, East Coast International, Big Block, a lap's up to lap 64. Fred M. Dumpy Excavating, Mia's Garage, McPhee Ford, The Legend, Cy Harvey's got a hey. couple laps in here. Lucas Oil, Maritime Car Wash, Oh, Gordy's got a huge block of laps up to lap 114, Superior Foundations. Uh, Verhagen Demolition and Archibald Drilling up to lap number 159. So, want to thank those drivers, including some of our earlier sponsors, including King Racing, Me and Garage, Sammy Kaiser, Auto Clinic, and Barb, and Steve McNeil, and a couple of laps in memory of John Lamb and in memory of James Baker. So, those are your lap sponsors up to lap number what did I say, 164 or so. I want to thank all those lap sponsors. Yep. $50 a lap going into the pocket of the leader. And so far, it's been three cars. It's been Donald Chisholm. It's been the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. It's been the two of Ashton Tucker taking a majority of that lap money. 
as Farrell went to pit road. Slon White back out on the racetrack in the 99. So closing in on the halfway point in the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Nova Truck Centers and Lucas Oil. Matt Vaughn out of the zero car. First time racing the pro stock at Scotia Speed World and he's getting the toe out. Not the way you want to go here at your debut. Great racer, track champion in the Sportsman's, as you were mentioning. Great driver also at Riverside. Had some spectacular finishes last year, and he'll have to try and uh, get that zero car all figured out for the upcoming Riverside race on Saturday, September 26th with fans. Yes, great to see, great to hear. Going to be exciting to get back to Riverside and uh, see some great late model racing, great pro stock racing, and uh, support class racing as well, but... Under the caution flag here, Nicholas Noggle, Ashton Tucker, top two. Lonnie Somerville has found his way to position number three. Now he's going to have a shot at the top two as we go green on the next restart. That'll give us a oh, dozen or so, a little more lap sprint to the halfway point. About a uh, good little chunk of racing before we get to the halfway point here. Just looking at the crowd, Tim, great to see all these fans here, but great to see them practicing social distancing. Thank you if you are here this afternoon following all the protocols. And a huge thank you to Torsec for, for helping us out in, in that effort as well to make sure that everybody is social distancing and, you know, answering a lot of questions that, yep. you know, people might have first time back at the speed world in a while as they continue to hook up the zero car of Matt Vaughn and Matt's rolling back there on the back of the... A1 towing and recovery hook. And I, we said Sean was here a little bit earlier on. He's back helping out in the pits. I see Cassie and the kids are here on the front straightaway as well. Uh, great to see the Turbo family with us here, enjoying some great racing action. Only a couple of more years until a bando, right, Cassie? <laughs> well, it, it's funny because I got the chance to interview Sean for Riverside's podcast last year. And it was after he announced that he was, you know, I'm going to take a break for 2020. He said, I don't plan to be in the race car at all in 2020. I want to go camping a bunch. Could you have predicted what the year would have been coming up? Either way, he would have been camping a bunch, you know. But uh, it's great to see him back at the track, though. And it's a shame to see that zero car being towed out. Matt Vaughn on the back of that car and taking the long way home. And I'm sure we'll see it in a couple of weeks' time at Riverside International Speedway, if not before, at the Mike Stevens Memorial yep. coming up next week. So. That dazzling jacket's ready for me. I've been working out all summer getting ready for I'm it. I'm just disappointed it wasn't at the uh, first start of a champion race. I, I'll have to talk with somebody, maybe get that jacket for next Saturday. Where's Joan? Is Joan here? Can we have a conversation with oh, Joan? Joan about Joan's the, here. Getting the jacket for next week? She's a Dartmouth gal, though, so yep. I don't know how often she goes up to... She may be the one putting the pylons down, for all I know, with Paul up there. Yeah. So, so get, she's down there getting the pylons down, she can get the jacket up. It may be. So <laughs> if that sparks your interest, we're excited for another Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour race coming up Saturday, September 26th at Riverside International Speedway. It's official. Fans can be there, uh, probably very similar to here at Scotia, probably around that 1,000 fan mark, I'd imagine. Uh, and again, tickets, all the details coming up later this week, Riverside Speedway. Ca, but we got to finish up business here at Scotia first. Lap 108 of the Jim Hallahan 250, presented by Nova Truck Center and Lucas Oil. One to go signal from Rob Bonus, the leader right now. Still, it's that zero eight car, Nicholas Noggle. It's been the Noggle and Tucker show so far. Great run by the top two. Cole Butcher has made his way back up into the top five, sitting in fourth. Somerville 
in third and Jared Butcher in fifth. Keep an eye on Donald Chisholm outside row number three. Green flag back in the air, 109 completed in the 250. Now let's see how Tucker likes the outside lane because we know that the 08 car likes being on the outside. Maybe Ashton can find a little bit of grip there in that number two car, but Lonnie Somerville on the bottom, trying to make something work in third with the Butchers right behind. Oh, Somerville slides and makes contact with the two car. Three wide now, Jared Butcher goes underneath the number 23. Ashton Tucker hanging on the outside. Here comes the hugger, Jared Butcher to the inside. Battling now with Ashton Tucker. Battle for position number two side by side. Lonnie Somerville making up for lost ground. Cole Butcher in fifth. And hello, Russell Smith Jr. in the battle. I think the hugger's hungry for some extra cash. Jared Butcher, what a move to make it three wide between himself, the 23 and the two. Now Ashton Tucker is still hanging up in second spot. Jared just can't clear him. Coming towards the halfway point with two grand on the line and Nicholas Noggle, I think he's trying to write the check to get that money already. Trying to get that bonus, the 08 of Nicholas Noggle down the back straightaway three lengths or so. Ashton Tucker has freed himself in the battle for position number two. Jarrett Butcher in third, and here comes the 53 car of Cole Butcher to the upside of Lonnie Somerville. Somerville fights to the inside. Taking that bowl challenge earlier, that's a little bit of extra money that, that Cole can win. That'd be a little nice to take, to take the lady up for a nice dinner and uh, buy some dog food. They've got a new dog, so uh, you never know what you can do with all that money, but he's got to try and get to those positions first where he starts cashing all the checks and everything. 10 to go before the halfway point with Nicholas Noggle still in front of Ashton Tucker and Jared Butcher. 89 of Donald Chisholm now to the outside of the 44 of Russell Smith Jr. Battle for position number six as the 23 of Lonnie Somerville slips up. Cole Butcher moves to position number four. Somerville slides back to position number five. 117 on the board. Now, if you're Ashton Tucker, how hard do you charge to try and win that extra cash? Yeah, traditionally, with the halfway point, sometimes it's just to kind of cool down and, and work on the car, but a little incentive here in September. But he's not really closing in on the 08 car, but a car length in a bit, but then he closes in. Oh, contact! A little further back, Donald Chisholm slams in the back of Lonnie Somerville and a little bit of cosmetic damage on the 23 car on lap 118, now 119. Lonnie did not get going center off in turn number two, and Donald Chisholm gave him a little help. To the inside goes the Celtic Ford, number 89. Lonnie Somerville fighting on the outside of Donald Chisholm. Side by side at fifth is Matt Vaughn. Comes back to the racetrack in the zero car. Five laps away from halfway. Now, if you remember, Matt Vaughn brought up the caution right before this. This last dash to the money, waiting for lap 125. Five to go before the halfway point. It's still Dartmouth's Nicholas Noggle in front of the two Ashton Tucker. Nova Scotia and New Brunswick duking it out in the front with Mr. Butcher, Jared that is, in the 33, sitting in third at lap 121. Dylan, $2,000 will pay the tire bill for this event if they can get it done. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle, the two of Ashton Tucker, the 33 of Jared Butcher down the back straightaway. They'll complete 123 this time. Noggle has a car length advantage with two to go to halfway. I'm keeping my eye on the zero car, Tim. The, the, the panels are starting to come off the zero car as the air kind of gets under it, so we'll see. As he comes across the front stretch here, we'll see if that eventually rips off. But for the meantime, coming up to the two-dash lap here to try and give some money away. 
Next lap by will be the Dartmouth Medals halfway challenge. The 08 inaugural sideways up on the outside. Ashton Tucker looking to the inside, but not close enough. The 08 and Nicholas Noggle working through corners number three and four. Halfway home, the Dartmouth Medals halfway challenge goes to Nicholas Noggle. Tucker, the 33 of Butcher in a third. Battle for position number five as Chisholm got by Lonnie Somerville. Somerville continues to fight as we inch up on what will be the competition yellow here in or around. Lap 125, they complete. Lap number 126, field will go by this time. Matt Vaughn comes up. Out of corner number four, fields complete at 126 and they will be greeted with the yellow flag at the end of the 126 lap, or the end of the 127th lap. Go back to the last completed lap, 126 completed. This is the halfway break. What an exciting first half. I say, boy, do we need a break here. That, that was a jam-packed first part of the Jim Hallahan 250. We've seen three different leaders. We've had about four to five cautions. Smoke, fire. Man, what else are we missing here? I don't know. I don't really want to look at that. Okay. I'm sure we're going to see some more action throughout. Yep. We saw a tornado last week at 660. I saw the video. So, That's crazy. Don't want to don't want to anticipate anything that we may or may not have. So if you're in the grandstands, this is the halfway break on the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Center. So these drivers will go back, have a 10-minute intermission, 15, because we're at the back. So 15-minute intermission. That's added five extra minutes so the canteen can deliver your food. Like it. Tim Dean is the winner of the 50-50 tonight. Congratulations to Tim. $1,197. That'll go a long way for your canteen Bur delivery. Burgers on Tim. Not me. Don't get don't get it confused. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, meant... I, I could go for a cheeseburger. So if JC can hear me in the canteen, we could go for a cheeseburger or two. Uh, if you're looking to put your order in, the number fans, 902-225-0808. That's the number to text, and they'll deliver your food. I've been seeing the great staff here running out some food orders. And again, uh, you know, let them know where you're kind of sitting so they're not searching the entire time. Give them a wave as well when you, when you see them with uh, the bag of food here. And I believe we're waiting for Ann Butcher to come in for the tire draw Yeah, we're well. going to play shades again up here. I, I, we are. Well, you are. I'm done playing charades. I, I won. No, I yeah, no, I, I lost 100%. So halfway home, what, what are your first thoughts so far of this Jim Hallahan 250 at the halfway point? I think it's going to come down between Nicholas Noggle and Ashton Tucker. I mean, two young guns right there, but it's hard to pick a winner at this point. Hard to pick a winner. There's still lots of racing left. And the clock has started. You can find it on the work and play leaderboard if you're here at the racetrack, 1450. Left on the board, so some time to go back, take a swing at that race car and see what you have for the remaining 124 laps of this 250. And we saw even with the pit stops, it improved the five's performance. Jonathan Hicken, he was a little off after spinning out earlier, but they fixed something in that number five. And we'll come down to the nitty-gritty here with 124 to finish off the Jim Hallahan 250. A great day of racing so far. Great to have Jim here this afternoon as our Grand Marshal. He's having himself a great time today. And once again, while it's quiet, I want to thank our lap sponsors for this 250-lap feature presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Center's King Racing, Means Garage, 
Sammy Kaiser's Auto Clinic, Barb and Steve McNeil, R&D Performance Center, DMAC Equipment, Steel Lincoln, Velocity Machining, Hanging On Fisheries, East Coast International, Fred M. Dumphy Excavating, McPhee Ford, Cy Harvey, Lucas Oil Products, Maritime Car Wash, Big Block Elapse up to lap 114, Superior Foundations, of course, for Hagen Demolition and Dartmouth Metals, big sponsors here for $2,000 for their awards. Archibald Drilling and Blasting, Blankhorn Auto Recyclers, Fleet Break Atlantic, Vernon Thunderbird Diner, KLT Accounting, VMG Marine, Blue Nose Well Drilling, Haynes Auto Rebuilders, Vino's Garage, Cummins Eastern Canada, Leading Edge Construction, Farrell's Excavating, Steel Lincoln and Kaiser's Auto Clinic. You're full. 250 lap sponsors. Want to thank them all. We'll talk a little more about those sponsors in the second half in the second half of the race. But thank you to all the lap sponsors that put up $50 a lap. Yeah, Vernon's Diner, tremendous. I haven't been out recently. It's been so a couple good. of years since I've been out. Uh, but we were talking to Chris Ewing back there in the pit area. Yep. Uh, final race for Canuck Resources on the side of that race car. Vernon has uh, moved on a little bit from that. And Vernon Sunderbird Diner are going to be on that race car full time as well. So I know Vernon's here somewhere tonight. So we want to say hello to Vernon and, and all that crew from down there in the Hammonds Plains area. And Yeah, I expect kind of a teal car they were kind of hinting at. That yeah, might yeah. be kind of San Jose Shark color. Yeah, nearly. yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have here for the rest of the season. But uh, Vernon's been a huge supporter of uh, stock car racing uh, for many, many years, whether whether it's on a, a uh, pro stock car. I know Kyle McMillan had his colors on his race car back in the day. I know Kyle's with us down here in the stands, so I want to say hello to Kyle and Allison uh, watching the 250 here today. But uh, Vernon's been a great supporter of stock car racing, so I want to say hello to Vernon, and uh, we'll see that uh, 44 car back on the racetrack here momentarily. Having a great run in the top 10. He is not not bad so far. I think, uh, is that maybe him waving at us down here, Tim? Yeah, my That's him. Yeah, that's him down there. Great to see you. Uh, great, great to see all the supporters here of uh, stock car racing and, and great to see those familiar faces back yep. out here at the racetrack. It's been far too long uh, since we've been back out here. You mentioned it's a 20 minute drive from Halifax to be yep. here rather than a three hour drive. We're going to make the drive next week to Petty International Raceway though. Yeah. And then uh, we'll make that drive. And then, you know, in a couple weeks time, we'll make another drive up the 104 to Anaganish at Riverside for another pro stock race. So uh, the end of September here, last part, Three big weekends. We're just capping off weekend with number one here. October is coming. The cooler weather is coming, but that just means some great racing condition. It makes horsepower, right? It does, yeah. You get some speedy cars, and uh, tonight we, we – well, I'm going to be very careful saying it. We most likely won't be under the lights. We're sitting here. It's about dinner time, 5.30, so uh, we got 11 minutes left to go. It could be about 7, 7.30. If you're just joining us on timiscorner.ca, we are at the halfway break in the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Centers. Cars are in the backfield, so we can't see them working on the race cars from this side of the tower. 11 minutes remaining of the 15-minute halfway break, so still some time to stretch your legs. We'll remind you if you're in the grandstands, be sure to wear your mask as you venture through the facility this afternoon what was that rule on the website number eight don't be a jerk no, it was 14 don't 14 be a jerk. 14 yeah. don't be a jerk yeah. I, li I like that one jessica somerville had some creative thoughts on that one it's a good one it's a good one yeah want to say a special thank you to uh pache motors kings county performance maritime car wash among the sponsors on the tim's corner side of things this afternoon putting on the the broadcast efforts and uh can't wait to get behind the tv cameras next week mike stevens memorial uh you can go to timscorner.tv sign up for your monthly subscription and you get to see the remax 250 from last week you get to see the riverglade international uh sydney speedway season opener and 
Coming up, the very best fall shootout for Speedway Miramichi. Yep. Uh, the season finale, Thanksgiving Thunder at Sydney. So there's plenty of racing still to come. Uh, you can see it all on timscorner.tv. Well, even next Saturday at, at Petty, we're going to have the Pro Stocks. Yep. We're going to have the Hot Rods. We're going to have the Sportsmen. We're going to have uh, – who else is on the Saturday bill there? Legends. Legend, Legend cars. Legends, Sportsmen, Pro Stock, and – Heart of a champion, hot rod. That, that is a that is a stout lineup. Let me tell you, with all the young guns and the legend cars, uh, the old the older guys and the hot rods, but contemporary is what yeah, Wade we'll, we'll call it. Contemporary uh, sportsmen. I mean, what a wild race they had uh, back at Petty last time there, or I guess during the River Glade weekend. Uh, there was some fire extinguishers thrown, helmets thrown. Grab anything and throw it. Pretty much. I think they've calmed down a little bit, but then again, they haven't had a race since then. So we'll see if uh, Justin Beers and Neil Crawford are all settled down. So just getting ready to do our draw for the Atlantic Oliver Tire. Tires, we'll call it here. Two teams getting a set of tires, and we mentioned that's a grand apiece, and that's a lot of money to try and uh, put aside for the tires. Okay, I'm going to go through here. I'm going to go through the VIP section here, and where did where did Ann go? Ann is right here, and Jim Hallahan's going to make the draw for two sets of tires from Atlantic Oliver Tire. Oh, Jim, who do we got for the first name? Lonnie Somerville. So Lonnie's won a set of tires. Bring us out one more, Jim. Cole Butcher. <laughs> Jim, Jim liked that one so there, Cole Tim. So Cole Butcher, Lonnie, Somerville have won sets of tires from Atlantic Oliver Tire. I think Jim's a Cole Butcher fan. He kind of did a fist yeah, bump there. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's got the smile on his face. Great to see Jim and the uh, the crew having a great time over here in the VIP lounge. Yeah, it's excellent. It's great to have uh, such a great man here today. He's sitting by the window, fans, so give him a wave here if you see him in the window. Over here on this side. So just about seven minutes left to go in the intermission before we kick off the Jim Hallahan 250. The second half, it's almost like a theatrical play. You get the intermission to grab your food and stretch your legs a little bit. So we'll just get that out of the way here. And we'll see what adjustments the teams can, uh, can get figured out here quickly. About seven minutes left to go. But top five, six-ish cars, they have been driving... So well, so far, so far, so good for some cars. Not so good for others. Uh, dropping out of the field so far has been the 36 Gary Elliott and the 80 car of Ryan Van Orscott, the ace in the hole number 80 car. They're all done. Again, if you are standing and stretching, uh, I see a lot of people, you know, hanging out and socializing. You do have to stick to your pod if you're in zone two or zone three. Got to stay in there if you have your tickets in there. And the canteen is still open if you are looking to put an order in, 902-225-0808. And if you can't remember that number, it's on the Scotia Speed World Facebook page. And you can find that number and get your phone out and text the crew there, JC and the crew. It's almost like in lunch bags, the paper bags. 
Fitting that school goes back in this week, and we've got the lunch bags. Porta potty is also at the top of your section as well. If you need to go before we get going again here, face mask mandatory while walking around, but not when you're in your seat. So if you need to stretch, you're all good there too. Want to thank Lucas Oil again and Nova Truck Centers for sponsoring today's race, the Jim Hallahan 250. Tim Terry's been running around like a madman for the past two minutes here in the booth here. He's, uh, I, I'm good with the grapes. I'm good with the grapes, though, so. Uh, just about to settle back in here. Got about five minutes left to go here in downtime, Tim. Yeah, I grabbed a uh, bottle of water. I grabbed some time with Jim Hallahan. He told me he's really impressed with Nicholas Noggle. Good. With the way everything's going, and uh, he's been consistent so far. Uh, great to see Nick at the top of the board and running up front. Ashton Tucker has been good. Donald Chisholm has been storming from the back of the field up. There's about six or seven drivers off the, the top of this race after heat races that could win, and there's still six or seven, maybe eight drivers that could very well win this thing. Hard to pick a favorite right now, but we'll see uh, who comes out on top and grabs that checkered flag by the end that's why we have these races you know absolutely that's why we <laughs> run 250 laps right yeah it's uh it's funny you had the 150 lap dashes sometimes 200s a little bit of endurance race but the 250 those are the ones there that uh can really push the limits of a car and these brakes certainly help and the competition cautions as well really helping these cars too and now the opportunity to throw something at your race car that may or may not work that's what we're going to see here in these next 124 laps or so. Four minutes and 21 seconds remaining on the work and play leaderboard in a corner number three. Want to remind you as well, we still got some racing to accomplish here at Scotia Speed World the next two weeks. We're going to have the Car Star Weekly Racing Series back on the racetrack. Final two weeks of competition. Sportsman, Legends, Bandolero, Torsec, Thunder and Lightning. They'll all be here the next couple of weeks to close off their 2020 campaigns. We hope you can join us the next two Friday nights. Here at the Speed World, great to see some familiar faces here in the, the grandstand checking out the Jim Hallahan 250 from our weekly racing series. And we'll see them again next Friday night. It, this may be, for maybe you here in the crowd, the first time you're around a lot of people for the first time since March, aside from, you know, being at the grocery store or something. Saw a line at Costco earlier this week. It was yes. nuts, nuts for whatever reason. The toilet paper shortage, that's, that's been done forever. But... Uh, no, we got in here pretty good today. No lineups per se, but because we've got the five separate entrances. Three minutes left on the clock before we resume racing here at the Jim Hallahan 250. Haven't seen anybody come out of the pits as of yet. I see the, the cleanup truck working back there and uh, a couple of other safety vehicles back there, but haven't seen anybody come back out to the racetrack. Great to see Rob Bonus smiling face on the flag stand. Waving our flags once again here on the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour this season. He's excited to go to Riverside. He's excited to get that Riverside tan. Oh, yeah? I think he's more excited for a footlong. You excited for a footlong hot dog, Rob, at Riverside in two weeks? Oh, yeah, thumbs up. Well, he only had one thumbs up. I, I usually have two or three, so he's going to Two oh, thumbs yeah. up. All right. Yeah, okay. He's going to have to compete with me next week. We're going to have to make sure the footlong hot dogs are on the menu. Oh, they got to be. Joan, ma Joan, make sure they're on the menu. I know you're yeah, listening. They, they've got to be. Oh, here comes the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. I see the Ashton Tucker number two car rolling back to the racetrack. This is a great opportunity, fans, to get a good look at these cars while they are stationary on the track. 
A couple of donuts in the side of the 08 car. Ashton Tucker in the two, coming through three and four. Two minutes left. Two minute warning if you're in the pit area, still working on your race car. Two minutes to go, and then we will be back racing in the Jim Hallahan 250. We talked about food. I'm excited to go to Yarmouth tomorrow. What do they got down there besides seafood? Well, that's that's pretty. That, much. That's it. Yep. Okay. You mentioned rudders last night. I, I haven't did, been to yeah. rudders in a couple of years. Actually, me and Brittany Hoyt last year went down. We did the uh, Passion Flooring and Interiors East Coast Mini Stock Tour feature down there. Uh, I don't know if they still have the the lobster dip on the menu down there, but that's, that's pretty good. Uh, Jake's Family Restaurants right there as well on the main drag. They uh, they support stock car racing, so. Uh, Going to be busy. I'm sure I'll stop by Tusket Falls and sample some of their... Get some brews. Sample some of their delights. Got to support local, right? Yep. No, for sure. And uh, that racing facility, I, I wish I could say go down there and check it out, but they are capped at 250 fans, and they sell their, their tickets well in advance. So uh, hopefully next year, maybe book a trip here to Lake Dowson Motor Speedway. And you can follow along tomorrow at Tim's Corner Motorsports. We won't have any live audio or video, but we'll be cutting some content down there, doing some social stuff as well. So, Field coming back, 52 seconds remaining. On the work and play leaderboard, Sean Pierce rolling back to the racetrack. The hugger, the 33 of Jared Butcher coming back. How are things going in Miramichi? Speedway Miramichi is also racing today. Have we, have we got any updates what's going on there? Well, let me check because I know Meredith Hay has been busy updating me from Miramichi. I think their heat races have been completed. Apparently, we had two modified heats. Joe Hoyt and Chris Wilson Nice are the two modified heat race winners, as long as Joe passes tech. So our break is practically done here at Scotia Speed World for the Jim Hallahan 250. Nicholas Noggle getting the $2,000 halfway challenge thanks to Dartmouth Medals. Two is Ashton Tucker, the Hugger 33, Jared Butcher in third, fourth, Cole Butcher starting fifth, restarting fifth, I should say, Donald Chisholm in the 89. 23 restarting 6th, that's Lonnie Somerville restarting 7th is the 44, Russell Smith Jr. Restarting 8th, Waylon Farrell in the 48 car, Jonathan Hicken and Kent Vincent rounding out the top 10. Before we get going here again, at Scotia Speed World, there will be 124 laps left to go when we fire up again. Good chance for the teams to warm up their tires. You may need to warm up as well. I'm, I'm seeing more hoodies being, more hoodies and jackets being thrown on here. A little bit of a cooler summer day as things wind down. And the boys of summer here at Scotia Speed World getting a later start, but we're still having fun even in the middle of September. Doubling up here with Rob Bonus waving to the drivers. Double up here. So Ashton Tucker again is going to restart on the outside. The 0-8, Nicholas Noggle on his inside, but Nick Noggle, the leader. Jared Butcher in the orange 33 car will start third, a prime location. What was it Adam Ross told us? Fourth is the spot you don't want to be restarting at? Yeah, not really. That, that's not really where you want to be, but there's still a lot of laps left to work. The 
Butcher Brothers side-by-side. -side. Donald Chisholm, Lonnie Somerville put on a nice little show back there at one point for positions five and six. They'll restart side-by-side. So I, if I'm a betting man, the, the winner of this race comes from the first three rows. I wouldn't count out Jonathan Hicken. But Kent Vincent's been strong. Russell Smith Jr. has shown flashes of brilliance. We'll find out who wins this thing. We'll complete 127 next time by when we take the green. The giant quote I always hear, it ain't over till it's over, and we still have got 124 laps to decide the winner of the Jim Hallahan 250. Hey, Dylan. What's up? Crack oh, boy. A, crack a cold one. Let's go racing. All right. Crack a cold one if you're listening at home, too. Green flag back in the air, restarting the Jim Hallahan 250. Ashton Tucker gets a jump down into corner number one, the 08, and Nicholas Noggle to the inside. Cole Butcher working the outside. Look at Ashton Tucker move. What did they do at the halfway break? New leader, Ashton Tucker. He's liking it outside lane, Tim. Now he's in a grab position number one. Although Nicholas Noggle's not giving up, and here's the pole challenge driver, 53. Cole Butcher moves up the third around his brother, Jared. Ashton Tucker, Nicholas Noggle almost dead, even at the line. Down into corner number one, the 33 of Jared Butcher battles with his brother. That outside line gets the jump off of corner number two, which still side by side, up in front. Door handle to door handle. Nicholas Noggle, Ashton Tucker give that one to Noggle. The Butcher brothers slammed into each other coming out of turn four. Still able to keep it straight, though. Cole gets a little bit of advantage in front of the 33 car. Two by two by two, and again two by two for your top eight as it sits here at Scotia Speed World. 131 in the record books here for the Jim Hallahan 250, and Nicholas Noggle breaks away from Ashton Tucker. Cole Butcher to the outside, looking for position number two, the two of Ashton Tucker fighting hard on the inside, and Lonnie Somerville working to the outside of the 33 at Jared Butcher. Six cars under a blanket for the lead. Nicholas Noggle begins to inch out with the lead. I'm noticing a few planes from Halifax Stanfield Airport flying away, and a car is flying away here at Scotia Speed World. Nicholas Noggle breaks away. New second place driver, it's Cole Butcher, now in front of Ashton Tucker. Maybe some adjustments on the 53 helping him out. Cole Butcher to position number two. The first 125 laps you have to ride. This is the money end of the race to get to lap 250. Lead those most laps. Nicholas Noggle setting the pace down the back straightaway. Now I'm wondering if Ashton's maybe conserving. He knows he's got a strong car. He's still got a long stretch before the checkered flag flies here at Scotia Speed World. So uh, maybe uh, set your pace here in third and figure out what you've got towards the end. Top two, nose to tail, little ways back to Ashton. Tucker about two lengths back to the two and then Lonnie Somerville. Comfortably in four, then here comes Cole Butcher. Butcher points the nose of that 53 to the inside. Can't get anything done through one and two, but he's looking to the inside. Those are two drivers that have had much success down in Florida. Of course, Cole's had top runs of the Snowball Derby. Almost won it the last time we were watching that. Nicholas Noggle got a win in Florida earlier this year before the lockdown started because of COVID-19. So two top drivers at the front of the field. And the two-car of Ashton Tucker's been picking up some big victories here in 2020 on this side of the border, currently in position number three with Lonnie Somerville in fourth. And here comes Donald Chisholm. Chisholm in position number five, rolling that thing towards the front of the field. He's sitting in fifth behind the 23 car. Again, Cole Butcher sticks his nose underneath Nicholas Noggle. 
A little bit of a love tap now from the 53. Right to the rear bumper, the Brycon Construction Camry. And again, the 08's like in the middle part of turn one and two. He blasts off down the backstretch. Cole seems to be really good in turn three and four, although Cole this time trying the Nicholas Noggle route wasn't as fast that time. This is the time, though, if you need to move around, this is the time you really need to move around. We still have that 40 lap competition caution, I believe, up to uh, near the end of the race. I don't know what exactly the number is, but uh, you still got at least one of those 40 lap cautions to work here. So maybe learn something in this part portion of the race. Yeah, caution would come at around lap 166 when we restart here. So uh, we'll, we'll see if we make it that stretch or if we get another caution in between the competition caution. Lonnie Somerville has worked up to the back bumper of the White Lightning Auto Center number two, Ashton Tucker, Lonnie Somerville, the New Brunswick drivers, about to go on it for positions three and four, the 23, just on the back bumper, about a half car length or so, back a little slide up the hill, enter Donald Chisholm, Chisholm to the inside, looking for fourth. Chisholm's got a maneuver around the squirrely number 23, but Lonnie's able to gather up that car and contend for fourth place with Donald Chisholm. Ashton Tucker's in the middle between the battle for fourth and the battle for first, he's in a league of his own right now with Cole Butcher right in front of him. Cole again exploring different parts of the track. He's going to try the high side now, trying to go around Nicholas Noggle in the OA car. Tim, you done getting your beard yanked on? I, I did. Cole's kind of migrated to the outside, following Nicholas Noggle in his tire tracks down through three and four. Noggle's been a little bit lower. Cole's going a little bit higher. That's really the only variance in the line right now in between your top two. Ashton Tucker still hugging that inside line. Just watching some other battles through the field. Ken Finson, who we saw struggle earlier, gets around Waylon Farrell, and that's to crack the top six. So he's back up charging through the field. Hopefully the adjustment's working on the number eight car. Again, Cole Butcher really closing in on the 0-8, but Ashton Tucker now starting to make it a closer battle up front for first. Coming towards that 40 lap mark, and that's really when Ashton Tucker's car really starts to come into play. Closing in on that top two, and I think Cole might have a faster race car. We hit about lap 20, 25 of this run. Cole is a little bit faster than Nicholas Noggle. We kind of saw that between Noggle and Tucker. Almost gets into the back bumper, the 08 of Nicholas Noggle does. Cole Butcher papers that back bumper. Ashton Tucker closing in. 100, make it 99 to go in the Jim Hallahan 250. Spotters are earning their pay tonight. Nicholas Noggle had like an inch between himself and Cole Butcher the lap before to clear him. I don't know if Cole didn't really appreciate that because he gave a little bit of a tap to the bumper in turn one and two. Cole Butcher again going to try on the outside in turn three and four. Now on the front stretch here at Scotia Speed World, lap 152. And here comes Cole Butcher on the inside. He nearly got to the side there of Nicholas Noggle. So Cole's trying inside in one and two. He's trying outside in turn three and four. Nick and Cole are kind of in the tack in one and two upside that concrete. The 53 is able to arc it down in the middle of one and two. Not that time by through one and two, but able to arc it down just a little bit to make the run. Battle in behind for position number four. Jared Butcher's on the move. Donald Chisholm side by side at position number four. Jared Butcher's car gets a little bit better as oh, his brother Cole almost got into the back bumper of the 08. Oh, they were sliding there. That opens an opportunity for the number two car. Problem for Sean Pierce in the front stretch. His hands out the door. At the window, pardon me, he should be able to roll to pit road, signaling to the leaders, hey, I've got a problem, and no problem for Cole. He's going to try and go around the outside. He had to let out there. He would have kissed that wall if he would have kept it right full throttle. 
He is trying his darndest to get around the 0-8 car. Lot 155 now here at the Jim Hallahan 250, and here comes the number two to make things interesting. You know what? It almost looked like Cole in the 53 car tried to get the 08 of Nicholas Noggle off that top groove, tried to force him down a little bit, and now Cole's way out in the marbles. Enter Ashton Tucker. Tucker to the inside, side by side for a second. One slip by Butcher. Enter the Remax 250 champion. And that opens an opportunity for the 08 to kind of scurry away from the 53. Cole Butcher's been placing an Atlantic Tilt Load sticker practically on the rear end of the 08, showing that he's there. But as the number two and the 53 kind of get the 08 back in their grasp again, 53 breaks away from Ashton Tucker. A little further back, his brother, Cole's brother, Jared Butcher, still side by side with Donald Chisholm. That's a battle for fourth. And here comes Cole Butchery's door handle, the door handle with the 08 car. Butcher was able to put that thing down to the inside. He's able to do so again down through three and four. That thing cut so well to the inside in the center of the corner off. Butcher able to get to the inside and Noggle side by side as they go down the back straightaway. The 08 of Noggle, the 53 of Butcher to the inside. Ashton Tucker looks on this time by new leader Cole Butcher. Now, if we go caution-free, there will be a caution flag coming up in about five-ish laps. Nicholas Noggle not giving up one part of the track. It's Ash, It's pardon me, it's Nicholas Noggle. The other part, it's Cole Butcher. Cole will lead lap 161 with Ashton Tucker in the catbird seat watching this in front of him sitting in third. Two drivers that cut their teeth racing here in a Bandolero and up to a legend car side by side in the 250. This time by 163 complete and we have a lead change again. It's Nicholas Noggle. Cole lets up on the gas a little bit, uh, almost a crossover move nearly from the 0-8 car, Nicholas Noggle, so he cements his spot right in front. But here comes the number two, Ashton Tucker, side by side with Cole Butcher. That's the battle for second, but technically a battle for first because they're all right next to each other. They take the middle part of one and two now, Tim. Impressed by Donald Chisholm, able to hang on over the 50, or the uh, 33 of Jared Butcher was about to say 54 but he's back there in position number five closing in on Donald Chisholm battle for the lead again the 53 to the inside of the 08 is able to get that run into the corner Dylan but not able to hold it off as this time by will complete 166 this time by your leader will be Nicholas Noggle that might be big yeah, that could be, and I could see Ron Bonus. he kind of nods at the scoring booth here. He's got the yellow flag in his hand, so that means his caution is going to be coming out here in just a moment. Nicholas Noggle gets in front of the 53. It's a dash to the, uh, the caution flag, and Nicholas Noggle will get that lap. Competition, 40-lap caution at lap 167. We'll go back to 166 on the work-and-play leaderboard. So we have less than 100 laps to go in the 250. So the cool thing with Facebook is that sometimes drivers give updates of what the heck happened. Uh, yep. Ryan Van Orscott in the 80 car, ace in the hole, number 80. Problems earlier, he says, left rear shock failed, miserable to drive. Then the right rear caliper broke off. Day's over. Thank you to all who supported us and helped us get here. Want to say hello to Gerald and Drew Greenlaw listening in from Speedway 95 in Herman, Maine. They're... Uh, they're down there helping out their buddy in the 33 street stock and listening to us here from Scotia Speed World. So I want to say hello to Drew and Gerald and want to say thank you to Gerald Greenlaw. We had uh, we had the mustard come up last week. Me and uh, Wade had a raised mustard draft in the tower last week. That was fun. And I did ask, because I don't know if you heard the story last week. Gerald Greenlaw was at Speedway 660. It was a cardboard cutout of him and Drew. Yep. Uh, I asked Jessica if they were coming today and they said, no, Gerald's a little stiff. Oh. 
At least he'll get that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope. If not, my humor's gone a little drier than Wade after hanging out with him for a weekend. <laughs> so, Tim, if we go another 40 lap stretch here, uh, that's going to mean a caution around lap 206. And that would mean then about a near 20 lap dash to the finish. Oh, so no more. This is the, this no more. Comp the cutoff would have been lap two hundred. Okay. So obviously, if we go another forty, it would be two hundred six, which is past two hundred. So that All is right. that is the end of the competition cautions. No more competition cautions. No more surprises. Well, then my strategy, I was just saying, is thrown out the window. Yeah, throw that out the window. That's done. So lap one sixty six at the Jim Hallahan two fifty. Tim, looks like you're leaning in to the phone. Your street stock winner at Speedway Miramichi is Alex Sheehan from Oyster Bed Bridge, Prince Edward Island. Nice. Tuning up for the very best fall shootout. So congratulations to Alex Sheehan, the Move All Structure 06. We'll see him in a couple of weeks at Miramichi. Yeah, and they got the big uh, J.R. Lawson, uh, Lawson bounty yeah. today. Yeah, yeah. 81-lap feature for the minis. 200 laps, or $200 extra if they can top J.R. Lawson. So I if... JR doesn't get beat. I think JR gets that money. I think. I, I think. If not, he should. And they specify, too, no taking him out, no bumming him out of the way. You got to beat him heads up. Yep. Got to beat him fair and square. Yeah, we'll see how that works. They're still racing up there in Miramichi. Want to say hello to everybody that's tuned in from the Miramichi. Your boys running position number three in Ashton Tucker as we get ready to go back to green flag competition. So the competition cautions are completed. There's no more surprises. If we go green the rest of the way, it'll be a, what did you call it, 84 laps or so to the end? Yeah, about that. We're going to find out here if it's caution-free the entire way. Nicholas Noggles, the leader, green flag back out at Scotia Speed World. And Cole Butcher out by just a bumper, and he's going to take that top line and get in front of the 0-8 car. New leader again here at Scotia Speed World. It's Cole Butcher well in front of the pack. And Tucker's looking to the inside. Battle for position number two as Ashton Tucker takes a look underneath Nicholas Noggle. Cole Butcher beginning to pull away from the rest of the field. Noggle back to second, Tucker to third. And here comes the hugger to the inside of Donald Chisholm. Ken Vincent was a little sideways coming out of turn two, able to straighten it out. Only a handful of cars remaining here at Scotia this afternoon. Donald Chisholm getting a little bit of a charge there. Going to try and go around the number two, Ashton Tucker. Donald led the first part of this race here today. Fell back a little bit after being spun out by the same car that's underneath him. 33, Jared Butcher. Jared's had his hands full with a few uh, little incidences today. The 89 goes to the outside of the two of Ashton Tucker. Donald Chisholm has come to play to the outside. And he's up there in that tack through one and two. Oh, sideways is Donald Chisholm. What a save. And that ruined any momentum that Donald had trying to get around the 33 car. Ashton Tucker again gets away from the little bit of a battle. I'm sure if you're a driver, you don't want to be near someone who's sideways coming out of a turn. But it's single file for the top three. 33 trying to make it single file, getting around Donald Chisholm. And that time, Jared will pull away from the Celtic Ford 89 car. So single file all around the track. Well... Take that back. we got a couple of Islanders side-by-side side now. Yeah, Jonathan Hicken battling to the upside of the eight car. Kent Vincent. Vincent fighting back to the inside as they work through three and four. Almost a little contact. Five will clear the eight. And Jonathan Hicken will go on to the attack as he battles for position number seven with the 48 of Waylon Farrell. The 23 of Lonnie Somerville looking over the 89 of Donald Chisholm. 
50 laps to go, or pardon me, 75 laps to go. Math, Dylan, 75 laps to go here at the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Nova Truck Center and Lucas Oil. Cole Butcher distancing himself from the rest of the field, taking the pole challenge earlier. So two grand on the line on top of the other cash he's probably yep. raking in right now. And now these drivers know there's no more competition yellows. That's it. You go to the end. Cole Butcher's building a pretty big lead right now, about a third of a straightaway. Back to Nicholas Noggle, both of those drivers on the outside, and Ashton Tucker still hugging that inside white curb around this street, 10 mile oval. Back a little further, Jonathan Hickens stuck behind the 23 car. Lonnie Somerville, that's a little bit of a hodgepodge for fifth at the moment. Cole Butcher starting to grow his lead in front of the 0-8, and those were two cars tangling before the competition caution came out. Cole got the inside lane and drove right off. And with potentially no more cautions here, you really have to do that. Build your lead, manage it out in front, but now that Cole has that lead, he can play a little bit. Nicholas Noggle in the 0-8 running in second. He's got a little bit of a gap built back to Ashton Tucker. First side-by-side -side battle is at position number six. It's Lonnie Somerville battling with the five, Jonathan Hicken. Hicken taking a look to the inside of the pubs, drive through bottle exchange 23. Hicken's had a heck of a time today at the Jim Hallahan 250. Spun out earlier when he was leading. Now a bit further back, and just not his day here at Scotia Speed World. Lap 181 of the Jim Hallahan 250 with Cole Butcher in front of Nicholas Noggle and Ashton Tucker. You know, they might have made an adjustment to that race car, might have went a little backwards with that thing. Brand new race car for the 23 of Lonnie Somerville. First time here at Scotia Speed World. Little sideways, little wiggle at a corner. Number two falls in behind the Chapman Brothers construction. Number five and Jonathan Hicken will pick up one more spot. Kent Vincent battling with the 48 of Waylon Farrell. That's about position number eight right now. Ashton Tucker is reeling in the 08 of Nicholas Noggle at second. You gotta get second before you can get first, and Ashton Tucker, he needs to get up to second if he wants to have any shot at trying to win the Jim Hallahan 250 today. He could win two 250s within a six-day gap. That's very rare. Usually the 250s are spread out pretty good here in the Maritimes. Uh, hey, it's a new normal and things are messed up this year anyways. Yeah, that battle for a second continues to heat up. Ashton Tucker is to the left rear quarter of the Bright Con Construction 08. What once was a battle for the lead is now a battle for position number two as Ashton Tucker sailed it in and Jonathan Hicken on the back bumper of the 89 nearly got into Donald Chisholm off of corner number four. The five car is coming to life. And restart could be the thing that the five car needs, but you don't want to be the guy who brings the caution out because you're sent to the back even if you tap into the guy here and he's side by side with Donald Chisholm. That right now is a battle brewing up for the fifth position. Ashton Tucker again trying to find something on the bottom near Nicholas Noggle. Whoa, and Ashton Tucker to hammer on the brace there. A little too low in turn four. Five car Jonathan Higgins side by side with the 89 of Donald Chisholm. Battle for position number five. The five is calculated. Jonathan Hicken knows his way around here, knows you can. Oh, trouble! Hicken sideways, and around goes the five in turn number three. Caution flag will fly. I think he just barely got up into the 89, and that's all it took. Yeah, ju just, a, just a smidge. Kent Vincent to pit road in the eight car. 44 of Russell Smith Jr. to pit road. So this is the This might be the final caution of the night. You Could don't be. Know, you don't know. So if you're going to throw something at it, you're sitting outside the top five. 
this is the time to go, right? Or it could be like the sportsman feature a couple Fridays oh, ago. Don't, don't even remind <laughs> us. Caution, caution, caution. So 188 being worked on the work and play leaderboard. Still plenty of time, but Cole Butcher, we've seen him come to the front, maintain that lead. Might be hard to beat that 53, but when you're so close to your first career tour victory, see what happens if Nicholas Nall yeah. digs a little deep here. Or you get a guy like Ashton Tucker who wants two 250s in six days. And how about Jared Butcher in the 33? I think it was here last September, Tim. We saw the brothers get a little tangled up there going towards turn three. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Not that we haven't seen that before. Oh, no. Giant donut on the side of the 33. Uh, passenger side, if you're uh, watching here at Scotia Speed World and, you know, theater of the mind if you're listening on timscorner.ca. And we want to thank all the listeners this afternoon. We're... Creeping a little bit closer to that uh, number we talked about a little yeah. bit earlier on. So if you're listening on timscorner.ca, give our stream a share. We're trying to, to bust that record that we had last week. Obviously, it's early for us in, in our streaming career. But yep. let's uh, let's get that number up there that we met at the Remax 250. Uh, last week at Speedway 660, want to thank Max and Sean Arroy. And I'm sure there's a couple of streams being listened to up there in the campground uh, this weekend. They got the Ricky Bobby coming up in a couple of weeks' time. The Ricky Bobby 150. Uh, Honoring uh, Ricky Arbo. Yep. Uh, so it's it's great to uh, great to have those those folks listening in. And I think by the looks of it, Cole has taken the high side of the racetrack lane choice. So Cole will take the outside. I think Nicholas Noggle will be forced to the inside. We did have a lane change rule come in into uh, or lane choice rule last year on the tour. Yep. And we are running 2019 procedures. Yep. So there we go. I don't think Nicholas wanted that inside line. I don't know if he remembered the lane choice rule from last or lane or yeah lane choice rule from last yep. year, but he's uh, he's out there. He'll have the inside when we go green. Couple of cars still waiting on in the pits. Donald Chisholm, Kent Vincent, back out to the speedway. That'll give us back to eleven cars. The next time by, we're going to go back green. One hundred and eighty-nine will be completed on the work and play leaderboard, and Cole Butcher will be your control car. Cole on the pole, getting ready to come back and take the green flag. Want to say hello to Brent Roy. He's listening in the campground. Hey, Brent, my friend. <laughs> I'm here. Here we go. Green flag flies. We're back underway. Oh, Jared didn't go. In row number two, stacks up that outside line. Cole Butcher to the outside. And don't count out Ashton Tucker. Where did Waylon Farrell come from before? Now, can the 53 clear the 08? He's trying. Gets him that time, but yeah, what a run from Newfoundland's own Waylon Farrell. He cracks the top five. It's a game of patience here in racing sometimes, and hey, why not wait until the last 60 laps to try and make something happen? Jonathan Hicken to the upside of the 48 of Waylon Farrell. That's the battle for Fifth Ashton Tucker and Nicholas Noggle. Continue their battle up in front. Cole Butcher gone by two lengths. Yo, wait of Noggle. Back to position number two. Ashton Tucker in third. And Jared Butcher has moved the hugger to fourth. Waylon Farrell door handle. Two door handle with Jonathan Hicken. That's the battle for fifth as we sit here. Ashton Tucker again. Let's see on this run if he can get around. Oh, oh spin to zero. Around. 
Matt Vaughn around in turn number four. He's and on the bando track, and that'll cause the caution. Cautions breed cautions, don't they? Tough break for Matt Vaughn in the zero car as he goes around. and couple laps more in the books. Ken Cunning, what do you think of this race so far? You got he's your he's mouth full. Chips. I got you at the wrong time. Chips are good. It looks like it must be a good race, too. Yeah, the race is good. I mean, you got good racing all through. The guys at the front, four, five, six guys are, are just waiting for somebody to make a slip, and on they go. So I, 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 it's a great race for me. And back with the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour. It feels great to be back at the racetrack, doesn't it? It absolutely does. And the odd thing, or not the odd thing, it came to me uh, last week or earlier this week. We are almost a year to the day of our last race. So it's been a year since we've been on the track, which is, just blows my mind. And we're going back to Riverside in a couple weeks. That'll be fun. Uh, everybody likes Riverside. It's a, it's a unique track. Like most of the tracks we race on in the Maritimes are unique. So it's, you got a little bit of everything. And then I guess the Riverside's a little, little faster. And sometimes the best seat in the house, in my opinion, is in the beer garden between one and two, but sometimes it gets wasted on those <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Go back to eating your chips. Enjoy the rest of the show. Have fun. That's Ken Cunning, the general manager of the Parts of Trucks Pro Stock Tour in Scotia Speed World. And the one thing we forgot to mention, we're racing here at Scotia Speed World the next two weeks, too. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited to be back at this racetrack. It's, you said it earlier, it's home. 20 minutes yep. away. Pace car lights are extinguished. The Car Star Pace Car will pull into the infield. Mark Wilson... Hustles that thing down to turn number three. Field in command with Cole Butcher. Cole on the pole. Green flag flies. Cole is mastering that middle lane on these restarts. And again, oh, Noggle tried maybe getting into him just a little bit, maybe to upset that 53, but it does not upset the 53. Cole Butcher gets back in front here at Scotia Speed World. Lap 194 now here. At this track, having fans for the first time in a year, we just heard, well, for the big pro stock races, uh, first time in a year, crazy how time flies. But let's see how the cars fly here with the hugger now putting some pressure on Ashton Tucker. That's the battle for third. Jared Butcher looking to the outside of the two of Ashton Tucker. The battle for the final podium position ranges on behind Nicholas Noggle in second and Cole Butcher, your leader, Lonnie. Oh, the zero cars around again by himself in turn number three. Backs it down to the Bando track. And Matt Vaughn trying to get it rolling again. Cannot get it fired. Caution flag will fly again. Tough day. Keeps getting tougher for the zero. Oh, boy. Yeah, rookie experience. What a rookie day. Second start in a pro stock. First start was a couple of weeks ago at the International. So just a reminder from Ian and the folks at TourSec, as you leave the facility tonight, you have to go out the exit you came in. Yep. So make sure you use the pod entrance that you use to exit the facility, and please wear your mask as you go uh, throughout the facility here this evening. So just a reminder after the, the race is all said and done to uh, wear your mask and exit the facility the same way that you entered the facility. Yeah, everything's changed up. We all don't go for the one Exit entrance traditionally. Nope, little difference. If you entered through lane three, you exit through lane three. I will say Torsak and the entire staff here have done a phenomenal job of uh, keeping everybody on the straight and narrow. The 
Uh, Speedway 660 did a great job last week. Mary Machine did an awesome job as well uh, with their COVID protocols and everything else. So uh, hats off to the folks here at Scotia Speed World. They did a great job. Yeah, it, it certainly uh, doesn't take an individual. It takes a whole team here, and uh, it, it's incredible to see what they're able to craft out here in a couple of days the the carpenters were here uh the the big gates were here set up in about a day's day or two time here we uh, got worry on thursday from the government that we could have this race and by god we're racing this afternoon tara foster's behind us holding that uh, first place trophy from philco plastics and glass and finish line vinyl design that is a beautiful looking trophy that she has in her hand that is and i was mentioning right before the race got started the logo today for the jim hallahan 250 it's it's got the old Forbes old Chev logo, which Jim's been there forever. It's now McPhee Ford, but yeah. uh, he has been at that facility for a long time. So we'll get, of course, photos on social media to see this. Uh, your tickets got that logo for anyone listening right now. Check it out on on Scotia Speed World's Facebook and Twitter, all their social media accounts. Zero and the eighty and the eighty nine there, Tim, are going to rejoin the track here, but. Pace car pulls in, restart on 195 for the Jim Hallahan 250. 54 laps remaining in the Jim Hallahan 250, presented by Lucas Oil. And Nova Truck Centers and Butcher out to the lead, opens the door for Ashton Tucker, puts the nose to the inside of the Brightcon 08. Side by side at second, here comes Tucker. Now can Ashton Tucker finally get P2 and get that stranglehold away from the 08 car not there again nick is very good on the outside with the driver who's really good in the outside it's cole butcher he's getting away from the number two and the 08 car 08 car trying to roll the top back to position number two in behind the 44 of russell smith jr battling with the 48 of Waylon farrell jonathan hicken has found his way back to fifth and inching up on the 33. Oh, Nicholas Noggle, he was really sideways coming at a four. I actually saw some uh, rubber kind of kick up there from the 08 car, and that opens the door for Ashton Tucker. P2 goes to the number two car, but he's got to get away from the hugger in the 08. Nicholas Noggle stuck up on the outside, and then this is the uh, lowest we've seen him run since about lap 15 or so. It, it, Nicholas Noggle fading a little bit here. Ashton Tucker back to position number two, now trying to chase down Cole Butcher. 49 laps to go in the Jim Hallahan 250. If Ashton Tucker's got anything left in the tank, use her now, my friend. Get that poutine power up to the front. I'm sure Terry Russell's up on the edge of his seat right now, listening in from the mayor machine, up to position number two and trying to close in on the 53 of Butcher. Kind of a roll reversal from what we saw last week in Frederick and Cole Butcher was second. Ashton Tucker won that race, and now Ashton Tucker trying to reel him in. What a battle for six. Russie to the inside of Waylon Farrell. Yeah, Russell Smith Jr. in the Canuck number 44, not giving up that position to Newfoundland's Waylon Farrell. And what a run that Waylon's having, uh, sticking his nose in the top five a little earlier and looking to try and get back up there. Final 50 laps of the Jim Hallahan 250 presented by Lucas Oil and Nova Truck Centers. 53 to the upside, the two of Ashton Tucker about eight lengths behind, hugging that inside line. Nicholas Noggle running the middle groove, and now a battle for fourth. Here comes Jonathan Hicken. Oh, the hugger, a little crooked coming out of turn four. Able to save it, though. That's Jared Butcher driving the 33 car this evening. Back up in front, his brother Cole Butcher's got a giant lead in front of Ashton Tucker. Will Ashton Tucker be able to reel him in in enough time? Ashton could be really good on a restart here. He may be kind of praying for a caution anytime soon. 
Yeah, up to position number two, the five of Jonathan Hicken is back to position number four. He got the 33 of Jared Butcher to the outside. Butcher fighting back, but the five of Jonathan Hicken methodically working his way towards the front. I th one of those drivers that might need a caution, if he can get up there and battle with the 08 of Nicholas Noggle and get up there to third, I think this might play into Jonathan Hicken's hands. It, it could. Looking through the field as well, Donald Chisholm, something has just gone amiss on that 89. He is all the way at the back of the pack. Joining him is the zero car of Matt Vaughn. So problem there for the 89 car. He's been in and out of pit road a few times. Well, he joined the restart late too. So that uh, was about a half lap behind when he rejoined this racetrack. But... The 89 has shown a little bit of speed, but tonight may not be the night to get that first win. Now, Tim, we also haven't had a long green flag stretch because we've had cautions and the competition cautions. We're going to see what cars are good on the long run. Is it the 53 or is it the 2? Yeah, if we continue to go green, it'll be uh, just over 40 laps to the end of this race. The 5 of Jonathan Hicken, one of the fastest drivers on the racetrack, tracking down the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. He got by the 33 and wasted little time catching the bright cotton construction 08. Yeah, we, we don't have a lot of time here. Less than 40 laps to go with the Jim Hallahan 250 at Scotia Speed World, live and in living color with all the fans and all the glory on the line here. 65 grand in prize money. Jonathan Hicken again, kind of peering on the inside of the 0-8. Nicholas Noggle, that's the battle for third and fourth. Up in front, it's Cole Butcher in front of Ashton Tucker, and here comes Hicken underneath the 0-8 car. He's trying to wiggle him out of the way to grab third. Jonathan Hicken taking a look to the inside of the 08 and Nicholas Noggle side by side at position number three. Noggle gets that nose back out. Jonathan Hicken stuffs it in. Contact, sideways goes the 08. Wow, Fender gets kicked in in the five car. Hicken showing that he's there and he wants P3 on lap 214. Now, will, 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 will he be able to get back there? Will Hicken be able to close in again? That may have been his best shot to try and get around him. Yeah, he's going to get by first. That's going to be the main problem. The 08 of Nicholas Noggle to the upside, the five of Jonathan Hicken. We saw it with Jared Butcher. He's going to get by him first. Once he got by him, I think he's got speed. Once again, kind of gives him a little bit of a love tap in the back there. Cole Butcher still in front of Ashton Tucker, about a quarter of a straightaway lead for the 53 car. Tim, I'm noticing Ashton starting to close in a little bit now. He's running a bit better than Cole. Cole and Ashton are trading quick laps back and forth. They're still in about the 14, eight second bracket. Jonathan Hicken, one of the fastest cars in the racetrack when he gets clean air, but he's got to get by the 08 of Nicholas Noggle because now he's got a straightaway in between himself and Cole Butcher and two fast cars in between them. Lap 218 here at Scotia Speed World, just outside of Halifax, right beside the Halifax International Airport to put a visual here. A lot of technology flying through the sky a lot of tech on the track too some technology being pushed to the limit here and again we're keeping track of the lap times Ooh, a little bit of hit there tim yeah jonathan hicken kind of rolled into the throttle a little quicker than nicholas did and gave him a shot in the shorts at a corner number four as they battle the 33 of jared butcher is closing in on that battle for position number three they got to get to stepping though because we're closing in on the final 30 laps of competition. Yes, not a lot of time to try and win that money and get a 250 win here in Halifax this afternoon as we creep into the evening time, 20 after 6 here in Halifax. It's been a couple of hundreds, a couple of tens back and forth in between your top two. Cole just put another tenth between himself and Ashton Tucker. So Tucker still trying to get a handle on this racetrack, but sitting back in position number two. The five of Jonathan Hicken. It looks like the 08 has stepped it up a little bit. 
couple of car lengths out, and now the five takes another beat to the inside, but can't get there. In behind them, Lonnie Somerville battling with Waylon Farrell for position number six. Cars spread out here as we're, we're, we're losing them kind of one by one here. There's uh, about 10-ish cars on track. Now Jonathan Hicken again is going to try and make a move on the 0-8. Nicholas Noggle, Rob Bonus waving the move-over flag to the zero-car Matt Vaughn. Your leader for the Jim Hallahan 250, Cole Butcher, approaching some slower cars. And if this is a long green flag stretch, Tim, some cars could be in front of your leaders. Absolutely. The 53, though, setting a blistering pace up in front, continues to tack on some time between himself and the two. The zero of Matt Vaughn goes what would be a 12th lap down in this race. Yeah, Matt's having a tough go this afternoon. 24 laps to go at Scotia Speed World to round out this 250 weekend. Two of Ashton Tucker trying to close in on the 53, but the battle is for position number three. Jonathan Hicken continues to work to the inside of the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. He sees laps clicking away. He sees the two driving away, and he sees the 08. Little squirrely in front of him, the five. But Jonathan Hicken taking a look to the inside, down to one. Yeah, Jonathan just has not been able to get any good runs out of the turns. Nicholas Noggle is blocking that podium position like his paycheck in life depends on it. Here comes Hicken again, diving in turn four. Now settles back in behind, and Jared Butcher, oh, Noggle's loose at the top of one and two. Really opens the door for Jonathan Hicken, but a power run there from the 0-8 car. Noggle was some crooked coming out of turn two. Noggle is, better, Noggle is better in one and two, but you mentioned that little slide. The five of Jonathan Hicken continues to work to the inside. Hicken's a little better down here in three and four. We'll see what happens. Noggle sails it in. The five of Jonathan Hicken pulls about even. Jared Butcher looks on from behind. And Lonnie Somerville, Waylon Farrell have an issue. And a turn number four, Somerville charges to the inside. Yeah, crossover city there for that position between the 23 and the 48. That's for... Six and seventh as it sits. Battle for third, still heating up here at Scotia Speedball. That's the one we're really keeping our eyes on with Cole Butcher. Well out in front, less than 20 laps to go here. At the Speed World, Nicholas Noggle still holding on in third. Ashton Tucker still in second. Nick got the drive off turn number two that last time to gap the five of Jonathan Hicken by about a half car length. Lonnie Somerville has got by the 48 as the five continues to work to the inside. But Dylan, that's about all it's been. Jonathan Hicken's taking a peek to the inside a couple of times, but hasn't been able to get that momentum to get by. He's chipping away, but it's not working for that number five car from the island. Again, Nicholas Noggle going to take the middle lane, trying to get some of that grip there. Jared Butcher watching in fifth. We continue to work under the green flag, lap 234 completed, the 53 of Cole Butcher will get ready to lap Russell Smith Jr. in the 44, Ashton Tucker still about two seconds or so in behind, second and a half or so, it's been fluctuating back and forth, couple of tenths a lap here, couple of tenths a lap there, but the two of Ashton Tucker may need a caution if he wants a shot at the 53. Yeah, that's something he's probably praying for at this moment to try and uh, settle in and get a yellow flag to bunch the field up again but i don't know if his prayers are going to be answered anytime soon the eight of nickel or the 08 of nicholas noggle has got the five of jonathan hicken hicken continues to take a look to the inside but can't seem to get there jared butcher sits in position number five lonnie somerville has pulled away from Waylon farrell donald chisholm trying to reel in the 48 but again they might run at a time 12 and a half laps to go cole butcher comes around turn four Collects another little bit of lap money here at Scotia Speed World. Slew of slower cars in front of the leaders. 
If Ashton Tucker's got anything left in that number two, use it now, my friend, because we are closing into the last part of the Jim Hallahan 250. The two of Ashton Tucker puts a lap on the 44 of Russell Smith Jr. The only real close battle on the racetrack, Dylan, continues to be the battle for the final podium position. Nicholas Noggle to the inside of the five of Jonathan Hicken. The five of Hicken continues to look over the 08, but running at a time as a both work through the inside of three and four, 10 laps to go in the 250. Yeah, Jared Butcher's draft, uh, drifted, pardon me, back from the five and the zero eight, that battle that was certainly heating up and cooling off here as the temperature starts to cool off here at Scotia Speed World, nine to go. Nine laps remaining in the Jim Hallahan 250. Cole Butcher in a little bit of heavy lap traffic, but doesn't really need to force the issue right now, Dylan. He's got the eight of Ken Vincent, the 89 of Donald Chisholm ahead of him. Jonathan Hicken, Nicholas Noggle side by side again as they come up on the lap traffic. Ooh, we'll see. Someone's got to give there. No one gives yet. Uh oh. Oh, Hicken moves him out uh -oh. the track a little bit. These two are not going to give each other an inch coming down to the end of this race. The five of Jonathan Hicken gets close to the back member of the 08 of Nicholas Noggle as they go down the front straightaway. Noggle currently holds position number three, but the five of Jonathan Hicken goes to work again on the inside. And they go into turn number three now. Nicholas Noggle still holding on in a little bit of a tap again there from the number five car, Jonathan Hicken. In front, it's still Cole Butcher coming up to five laps to go with the Jim Hallahan 250. Five to go for the 53 of Butcher. The five of Jonathan Hicken continues to work over the 08 of Nicholas Noggle. Noggle sideways at a corner number four. Reopens the door, gets that Chapman Brothers construction five a little bit closer. Five to the inside. Five laps to go, make it four. Ashton Tucker's praying that those two cars spin each other out so we can have a shot at a restart here at Scotia Speed World. And if there's going to be any cautions brewing, it's going to be from that battle for third. Hicken again gets underneath the number 08 car. Four to go. Three now. Three laps remaining. The five of Jonathan Hicken sails it in that time. Can't get to the back bumper of the 08. That is the battle for position number three. This time by Rob Bonus shows in the sticks. Two to go for Cole Butcher. Final two laps here at Scotia Speed World. The battle for third is still very much heating up. And Jonathan Hicken again sticks his nose underneath the 08. He's side by side as we're coming down to the last stretch here. One lap to go with the Jim Hallahan 250. Final lap for the 53 of Cole Butcher, multi-time 250 champion from the back of the field with the Nova Truck Center's pole challenge. Down the back straightaway for the final time as he puts Donald Chisholm a lap down through three and four. Cole Butcher as a winner again in the 250. Second is going to go to Ashton Tucker. Look at this battle for third coming off of corner three and four. Hicken gets into the back bumper of the 08. Noggle saves it. Noggle, Hicken, and the hugger. Jared Butcher, your top five. It's another 250 victory for the Atlantic Tilt Low Top Construction Make-A-Wish Atlantic Provinces, number 53. Ladies and gentlemen, your Jim Hallahan 250 winner is Cole Butcher. Reminder to maintain social distancing as you Exit the facility. You are exiting out of the same entrance you came in. And be sure to wear your and mask. And put your mask you... on. Yep. But first, watch some burnouts from Cole Butcher in the 53. The winner, the Jim Hallahan 250. Little different victory lane. We're not able to go down to interview the drivers. So 
It's a little bit different. No crews on the front straightaway either, so drivers will get out as the 53 of Cole Butcher comes by. Started at the back of this field and made his way up to the front with the pole challenge. And Jim Hallahan will go down to present the trophies and congratulate the winners. He's out of the car. He can hear you now. Ashton Tucker, position number two. The White Lightning Auto Center. Big Cam Fabrication. Baisley's. Brad Silicon Motorsports. Car number two. And what a run for the kid from Dartmouth. The Brycon Construction Mobile One Toyota Camry. Finishing in third. Let's hear it for Nicholas Noggle. And your winner, climbing out of the Atlantic tilt load, top construction, make a wish Atlantic provinces, number 53, make some noise from the back to the front, Cole Butcher. What a performance. What a show, certainly a flair for the dramatic, taking that pole challenge and dominant at the end, and that's when you had to be dominant at the last stretch to win this 250 lap race at Scotia Speedroll, but... What, what an honorable mention from Ashton Tucker and Nicholas Noggle. Those guys were putting on a show earlier, and they get a podium finish. Yeah, congratulations to the top three. Great run in this Jim Hallahan 250. Want to thank Lucas Oil. Want to thank Nova, or, uh, Nova Truck Centers. Uh, Parts for Trucks, obviously, is the uh, primary sponsor of the Parts for Trucks Pro Stock Tour. And all of our lap sponsors here this evening to help put on. Uh, obviously, for Hagen Demolition and Dartmouth Metals and Bottles, putting up a little bit of extra cash as well to uh, Most Laps Led and uh, the Halfway Awards. So, uh, great show. Next up for the Parts Trucks Pro Stock Tour, two weeks' time at Riverside. Also want to thank you, the fans coming out here, following the rules, first race of the year, first big gathering in Nova Scotia since March for a sport or a concert. So thank you for participating and following on the rules. And yeah, we get a big race coming up in two weeks' time. And guess what? You can go. Fans are allowed. Yeah, it's going to be great to see everybody at Riverside. Jamie Brightman's down here, and he said 81. Did he win in Miramichi? I don't know. I, ha I haven't figured it out yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll get you some results here in a second. How about that? Jim Hallahan getting a photo with our winner. There's... Jim holding the checkered flag, race fans. Next to your race winner of the Jim Hallahan 250, Cole Butcher. Jim giving a hug to Jessica Somerville. And presenting the second place trophy to Ashton Tucker is Jim Hallahan. You want to talk about a Hall of Famer and, and a young kid moving up the ranks, two-time REMAX 250 champion. The number on the trophy is going to match his car number but for the first time here at scotia speed world i think ashton tucker did uh did pretty well he's gonna have that smile on his face going back home to miramichi he did and he told us that he was just looking for a solid run i don't even get any more solid than a second place finishing your first time here at a brand new track and in two weeks time at riverside that's going to be new to him as well so Jim handing off the trophy. So congratulations again to Ashton Tucker finishing second. Riverside's not going to be completely new to him. He's been there a couple of times with, with the uh, with the two car. Yep. Oh, yep. he has. Oh, he, he has been. He's yes. been there with the two car before. And how about the run this guy gave? The 08 car of Nicholas Noggle coming home with position number three. Led a ton of laps early in this one, and coming home on the podium. So congratulations to our top three. Our next race here at Scotia Speed Roll comes up. In less than a week's time. Yep. 
Uh, for an update for Jamie Brightman, the mini stocks are just hitting the racetrack in Miramichi. Oh, your modified winner is Joe Hoyt, as long as he passes tech. <laughs> so congratulations to our top three, Scotia Speed World, next Friday night, a part of the weekly racing series presented by Carstar, next two Friday nights. Uh, give a shout out to Petty, Mike Stevens Memorial next weekend as well, 200 laps of the Pro Stocks, 100 laps of the Sportsman on Saturday. Want to remind everybody in here as well to social distance as you exit the facility. You are exiting the same way you came in. Be sure to wear your masks. And if we continue to do that, I think everybody did a good job today. We can continue to uh, do some racing action here until we get to the colder weather. Yeah, and, and, and you know, concerts and other gatherings, they're, they're kind of looking at us too. So I think it went all well today. I think we're going to be getting some shows and different forms in the near future, hopefully. Want to thank everybody that listened as well on timscorner.ca. First time we did it here at Scotia Speed World. So uh, excited to see what the future brings. Want to thank Kings County Performance, Pache Motors, and Maritime Car Wash for uh, helping us out on the stream side. So. A lot of, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Brent Roy, our good buddy from 660, asked me, are you broadcasting from the bathroom? Well, the bathroom, Brent, is about a 10, foot, uh, 10 feet away from me. So... Uh, uh, no, but that may be where I'm going next, though. I drank a lot of water today to stay hydrated for 250 laps. Congratulations to Cole Butcher, Ashton Tucker, and Nicholas Noggle, and congratulations to Jamie Dillman, our winner of the Torsec Lightning Car feature. That's pretty well going to do it for us here in the Tower at Scotia Speed World. On behalf of Dylan Langell, my name is Tim Terry, the voice of the Maritime Pro Stock Tour. We'll see you here next Friday night at Scotia Speed World. We'll see you at Riverside International Speedway in two weeks' time when we say let's go racing. Until then, keep the hammer down. We'll see you at the track. Thanks for coming, folks.